I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, you're so far in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everyone's coming on Kyle tonight. Wait, what? No, nobody's coming on Kyle tonight. Episode 22 of Season 3 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here live on YouTube and in the future on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, always remember that we are live 9 o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, and right now, this week and next week, we will be. And then we'll be taking our month break in between seasons and coming back with Season 4. Yeah. Bigger, stronger. A bunch I'm of things planned. Probably not stronger. Probably not stronger at all. A bunch of things planned. Totally though. got things planned. We are upgrading. We are yeah. always upgrading. Uh, and speaking of up, upstairs in the chair up there in the air is Mr. Justin Olin Pato. Oh, hi there, man. How you doing today, brother? I'm good. Doing good? Doing, yeah, good. doing good? Wonderful. Now, uh, we are also joined uh, in studio with uh, Mr. James O. Yeah. Hello. Hey, he dude. is our resident uh, beer taste tester. Yeah. Um, we, we've gone yeah. through a lot, my friend. We've gone through oh, a lot God. of bad things. And actually, the last time you were on wasn't beer. It was soda. Yeah, um, yeah fuck oh, that yeah. episode. That was bad. That was the beginning <laughs> of this season. Yeah, that was the beginning of this season. Um, was it? When the fuck was, was that? June, oh, I think. Yeah. June, wow. July, yeah. somewhere around it was there. Like a lifetime ago. It felt, yeah, I mean, it was about six months ago. And, and it was a terrible, terrible evening. And I'm sure all of us in our gastrointestinals uh, were not happy the for next a day couple was of so days. Bad for me, dude. It was not, um, not, not necessarily stomach wise, but I wasn't feeling so hot because we were doing a lot of whiskey. Yep. 
and different things. And yeah. I just walked into the walk-in cooler, and the first thing that hit me was fresh corn. Oh yeah, oh, and I was just yeah. like the and that smell. Cor- that tasted. corn one, I didn't mind the corn one. That was the one that I was kind no, of. No, but all I was right just with. not feeling yeah. like I was not feeling good, and I'm like trying to get through the morning. Yeah, well, we're doing something a little different uh, with James over here today, uh, since it's the holidays. And we've put him through so much uh, punishment, <laughs> his stomach, his pals, and, and ourselves as well. But yeah. um, we invite him in for the pain. We here just live in the pain. Um, we are uh, going to be drinking oh, some there he is. real beer. And, oh, there he is, is correct. We are now being joined by the man, the myth. Zealand the sweatpants the, legend. The sweatpants legend. There you go. Mr. Zachary. Shit. That would have three open beers. <laughs> three open beers. That's a record for well, the show. I don't know who this is. This was, that was on the table. That was on the table that was next to where you were sitting when I moved it, so I'm not sure if it's that yours. That might have been They're mine all from mine, They're all yours now. Cores. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing some uh, a lot of beer drinking tonight, so... Um, uh, you want to get right into what we're yeah, drinking? Yeah, let's just jump right into what yeah, we're drinking. Yeah, let's have four open you know, beers. Uh, four open. No, no. Well, you no, you don't have to No, we're drinking cores right now. That's what we're drinking right now. So <laughs> well, let's I'm just sing a song right. about it. Good beers uh, during our final segment. So right now we are yeah. drinking the most middle of the road, non-offensive you know, when it's cold beer. Coors yeah, banquet. Sort of, uh, it's the original. Uh, Coors the banquet beer. The banquet yeah. beer. Yeah. Name it. Although it's the beer. you know, I will Sasper. say Miller is kind of killing it in the champagne, like with the bottling. Of the oh yeah, beer. yeah. I was talking to Zach that? about that earlier. Have you seen the actual Miller High Life champagne bottles that they have out now? It's really pretty it's, cool. Oh, they, they've done that before. They've yeah. done it before. Yeah. Okay, I didn't ever really notice it. I think it's uh, it's How something big that we got to do. I think it's like a twenty-four to th- like I don't I think, think it's, it's more than thirty ounces. You think it's 750 milliliter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's right around like... If it's a standard champagne... Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense to be 750. What's a 40? A 40 is 40 ounces. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, how many milliliters... I had to explain that to somebody last night. It's a lot. Uh, Well, a liter and a half... is more than 740? So 380 milliliters is a gallon. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I know that 30... Three... Well... I know liters to... 3.78 uh, liters. Yeah, 3.78 liters is a gallon. Is a gallon. Um, so now we're going to break down a milliliters. Four, Welcome to Math millime- Millimeters. millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long <laughs> beer. Stumbling out of the gate. That's a long <laughs> beer. Uh, wow, yeah. 1,200 milliliters? 1,200 oh, well, milliliters. Yeah, it's, it's like a bottle and a half of a... A little less than that. Well, yeah. we don't have highlights tonight. We've got the Chorus Banquet uh, beer. Um, I got to say, every time I think of Chorus, I definitely go immediately to the Sam Elliott voice. Yeah. Um, and then I always think of the times where I'd be watching TV and you'd get back-to-back Sam Elliott commercials and it would end with, like, Coors. And there'd be, like, yeah. Ford. And you're like, you're telling me to drink and drive right now, motherfucker. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. He oh, does yeah. uh, Dodge Ram trucks, I'm pretty sure. Dodge? Okay. And they're the most, like, macho. I thought he was doing the Ford. I thought he was the no, Ford No, you know who does guy. Ford? Fucking Dennis Leary does oh. Ford. Yeah. No, yeah, dude, yeah, you see how much fucking this is fucking hauled in? It's a good voice. That makes me want to drive a car into a person. Yeah. Um, But no, he's... Have you heard the... No, 
it might be a Chevy commercial. It was on the radio last couple months. It's like, dude, does an outdoor fire pit turn into a brick pizza oven? Of course it does, because you're a truck guy, and you go above and beyond. So me oh, and my yeah. brother started just driving around going, oh, yeah. did somebody bump into you at the bar, and it turned into a restraining order? <laughs> of course it did. You're a truck guy. You're a truck guy. Truck you got guy, bumper stickers about them taking your guns away. Guy. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you mishear what they said at the deli, and you punched that lady in the face anyway? Of course, you're a truck guy. You're a truck guy. Truck gonna fix my truck. Oh, Lord. You're a Trump guy. You're a Trumpy you're a Trump, Trump guy. guy. All right, so a couple of things that uh, happened this week in the world of pop culture. Uh, first thing, they released the new Ghostbusters trailer, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yep. Zach, have you had a chance no, to check I mean, it I out? No, I forgot all about so it. So he hasn't had a chance to check it out, but we watched it a little bit it's, before. Uh, um, it, uh, I don't know. It take place without anything else? No, it's uh, without anything else to go off of. What, it's a very weird trailer. It's not. Yeah. It's not a trailer that makes it look like it's going to be super over the top funny. But I, I am okay with that. It because also if it's character driven comedy. That's what the originals were, and if they're going for darker comedy, that's just going to work. And Jason Reitman, I mean, he did like Juno and, and uh, Up in oh, the Air. Yeah. Jason Reitman. Jason Reit Reitman nope. Reitman 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 yeah that's what I'm saying Reitman yes yeah. um, but so that that's coming out and uh, the only original cast member that has anything to do with the trailer is Bill Murray's voice but that's from the first Ghostbusters yeah. so um, I wonder if that's how he's in it I don't know that would be really a shitty thing but for him that would kind of make sense that he just didn't show up somewhere one day and they're I'm like well we're this. done with filming yeah. and just, you know fucking Bill's the only thing here. that I'm actually excited for is the fact that Aykroyd did write it ah yeah. uh, no Reitman wrote it oh he didn't Reitman oh, yeah Aykroyd, Aykroyd helped, was on board. I think with okay. like the like helping him he's with like, the storyline he's fucking solving the mysteries of the universe he yeah. really vodka. needs yeah. to help us yeah. because with diamonds vodka Diamonds, yeah, what is he? Distills it over diamonds. diamonds. Oh, no, they yeah. filter it through filter crystals. Through but they're not real diamonds. Crystals. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a... Swarovski crystals. Nope. You can put them on afterwards, they might be a little sticky. Uh, but yeah, so that came out. Um, another thing that uh, is a, a sad but awesome thing uh, Silicon Valley ended its uh, its run. It was this past Sunday, was, was the final the episode. Good? It, it was. It's. It's one of those shows where it's hard to wrap up because everything on that show, it's like the second they fix something, something else goes wrong. And then it's back and forth for five years. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they finally ended it in a really, I think they tied it up. I don't want to you know, spoil it for anybody. They tied it up in a really wonderful way. Um, but you get to see kind of like older versions of like some of the characters and stuff like that in different uh, shots. And they did a real tasteful aging effect, like going like 10 or 20 years into the future. Okay. Um, and so you like seeing like Dinesh, but he just has a little bit of gray. Um, Thomas Middleditch's character, when they show him, when they show Richard a little bit older, he's just distractingly uh, aged a little bit. That's the only thing that kind of took me out. Okay. It looks just like his face is melting, but you know, you yeah. live in California, and uh, except he's indoors all the time, so he really True. shouldn't be melting like that. Uh, but it's yeah, radiation it, coming off the computer monitor, right off the computer monitor in his face. Uh, old Guilfoyle is probably worth watching just that episode alone. Like it's just he just looks fucking brilliant. Um, so that that kind of is a sad thing that's hap that's happened, but a wonderful thing. Mike Judge was actually able to end the show the way that he wanted to. Uh, yeah. He and Alec Berg that uh, put that together, and then kind of goes hand in hand with the Good Place that is going to be ending in January. Now, uh, what I like a lot about both of these shows is they are. 
controlled by a showrunner. There is one person who is at the helm that is, you know, kind of pushing everything through, or maybe a team, uh, you know, two people. Um, but there's there's a person or two people that are just 100% in control, and they've proven themselves in their lives already in, in the industry that they're able just to say, you know what, The Good Place is getting a lot of really great reviews, and they're getting awards and nominations and blah, blah, blah. We're ending it after four seasons because I figured out how to end the show the right, right way. Right, 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 and that's right. the way shit fucking really should be. Let yeah, the person I mean, I have feel creative like the person... control, and when it's done yeah. in their eyes, it's done in their eyes, and don't beat the fucking shit out of it. Like well, I mean, if they're else. good enough to put out something like that, then get them, let them do another project yeah. for you. I mean, he did Parks and Recreation, left Parks and Rec, and then went and, and did that show almost immediately. So, And then before that, he was running The Office. So it's like, he's been, for the last 15 years, steadily, yeah. steadily on top of the world. And he has a bunch and of Maybe that's why shows. he was able to actually end it the way he wanted to. That's exactly. Because he has a, you know... It's fucked. Yeah, he's got his standing, and so I definitely highly recommend just to people listening, if, if you're looking for something good to, to binge watch, it's always fun to wait till the show's over and then get really into it in a day and a half and watch the entire series. Uh, definitely go check out Silicon Valley, and definitely go check out uh, The Good Place, because uh, Good Place, again, will be back in January after like a six-week hiatus for four final episodes. It's just going off-roading a little bit. I love we, off-roading. We talked about... Um, Don't worry. Whoa. Keep going. Okay. Uh, you talked about like uh, aging effects and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in the opposite direction, did you see how fucking crazy the Irishman looks? I have not watched it yet. It I looked, heard they went too far with making him look young. Well, it looks like uh, it looks like they were made in a video game, like yeah. as realistically as like a video Probably game can make were. someone look right now. Okay. And they just projected that face onto some people. It looks weird as fuck. Is it like distracting? Take you out? Yeah. Of the well, because movie? like the way like lighting interacts with their faces, it just doesn't look natural. It looks really weird. Yeah. Really fucking Uncanny weird. Valley. Yeah. There's a yeah. little bit of that Ooh. with the lighting. It's, it's fuck. It's fucked up. Now. You you watched the whole thing? No, I didn't want, I just okay. watched a couple clips and I was like, this looks insane. Yeah, because I'm curious as to how much of the movie is de-aged. Like, if it's a majority of the movie, that's just going to be oh, something that is I don't think so. I thought well, it was three hours, I would imagine it probably a third of it at least. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a whole movie. It's a whole a third of three three and a half hours is a regular length movie, pretty much. That's Straight that's though, a lot. I don't know. I really have no idea how it's laid out. But yeah. If it's a Scorsese. Uh, you know, it might just go in order. Yeah, I think it, like he generally like goes in stuff. order, or he starts from the end and then goes back and does the whole thing. Goodfellas, oh, it's yeah, at the yeah, end, yeah, and then yeah. it goes back and then tells the whole story, and then it winds up catching up. But it's not like Tarantino chopped up and all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I definitely chopped yeah. up like the neighbors in the basement. Keith checked it out, and he uh, said it was really worth it. He said it was really fucking awesome, and I think they uh, got a bunch of nominations. They announced the Golden Globes. And for the first time, uh, I think, ever, the Golden Globes, no major actor in a TV show was from a broadcast network. None of the nominees for actor, supporting actor, actress, or supporting actress were from well, any actual NBC, ABC, they, Fox. Everything is now streaming, and they they're better quality. Anyway? The uh, Good Place is on NBC. I'll give them that. I thought it was a hoolish. No, it's, uh, it's been on Good Place, and they just kind of got their... Their, it's on the, it's on their credit office. Go to the Good Burger, get yourself some good place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there are too many shows also right yeah. now with the word what? good. There's the Good Wife, the Good Doctor, the Good, the good Place. There's way good too many. None of them are related. Dogs. It's not like Chicago Fire. And Chicago, place. A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, yeah. A Place behind Beyond the Pines or whatever that was. Pines. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, There's a lot of movie titles with words. With words. With words. And quiet. You know, the quiet American? Quiet. I can't think of any other ones. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, well, yeah, I definitely. I'm gonna check out uh, when I have three and a half hours to to kill on, oh, a, on numbers. the next rainy day. There was, uh, you know, Shrek four, Shrek three, yeah. um, Shrek the, two, Shrek one. Uh, they didn't call it that, but that's what it is uh, now. Was, uh, the number twenty three, the number twenty three part awesome two, Powers which is called two. the number twenty four. Awesome Powers three. What does that mean? Yes. Number number. Wayne's World two. Twelve looks like you. The number twelve looks like <laughs> you. That band was fucking fun. They were um, fun. Yeah. I never listened to them outside of seeing them live. But live, they were they oh, played uh, they played the year that Valley and Thor played the yeah, Sherman for so. Wayne Stock, and that they was just two fucking amazingly entertaining Nebba bands. Fest Nebba in, Fest. Nebba Fest. Oh, Nebba Fest. Back in two thousand. Was that NEPA? Yeah. Yeah. That was um, that long ago. That was at the Underworld. Damn. Um, yeah, they they played and uh, they were like super chaotic and crazy sounding. Yeah. And the, the lead singer like, looked like Mickey Rooney. No, yeah, they're all like this. A lot of people in my life look like Mickey like Rooney. Twelve year old kids, and I'm like, probably looks like Mickey Rooney. This now. music, wow, wow wild. Yeah, tiny little angry soccer players just writing like heavy fucking insanity. Because that, that was around the time of like the cherry and shit players. like that. It was. What? It was. Soccer players love that shit. They, they did because they, they, they wanted something to headbang to that wasn't what the football players were listening yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a little segue here into something a little bit more on the serious side. Um, our uh, good friend Sean L. Sasser was in a car accident uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, and he's really banged up. He's gone through some surgeries. Um, I know he broke his leg. I think he might have broken his femur as well. Uh, but he's off his feet for the next 12 Femur's weeks. In your leg. Um, is it? Yeah. Is, if you break your leg, the femur can is it the be? Big bone yeah, in but your leg. can you break your leg and not your femur? That's what I was confused. You, you can break the bottom of, the of your leg. leg. Okay, the bottom. Of, okay, so Fear maybe that's a pretty bad one. That's a yeah. It's the worst bone to break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. I, I'm not 100 sure. Uh, but he's really fucking banged up, and everybody is uh really kind of coming together and helping support him. He is a local musician. He's a local artist. Um, and as yeah. Justin can throw up right now, he was the man yeah. behind our original logo. Um, so, I mean, uh, that's modified. But the that's the modified. Logo. But he did the original drawing there. Um, and, and you know, we've been in, I guess, a professional relationship with him in that way. But most of us have just known him or known yeah, of him. Yeah, he touched my butt with a lab coat on. I bet he did. I bet he <laughs> professional did. Professional relationship. Yeah. Uh, but if you're uh, interested in checking out uh, how you can help out, uh, raise money to get him mobile again, you can go to GoFundMe.com forward slash help. Sean get mobile again. All of the words are separated by a dash, so it's help dash Sean dash get dash mobile dash again. You can also go check out eggnogskateboards.com. That's his skateboard company. You can buy decks off of there. You can buy shirts. Unless you're a fat person like me, you can't buy a 2XL there. So, Sean, when you get back on your feet, I'm going to have to have some words about supplying fat people clothing. You know, we need we need it. But definitely go check uh, check that out. Donate whatever you can. Um, he's an awesome fucking guy, and this really sucks. He lost his vehicle. He lost his mobility for a while, so any penny helps. Um, and honestly, you can donate to the GoFundMe, but a, I would go to the fucking skateboard. Yeah, uh, a skateboard. That's where I would go and spend yeah, your money. How much is this He gets it. He's $45 for the deck, and um, he's got stickers on there, T-shirts on there. And he has a pre-order one up, but a coffin deck. Oh, nice. We should hang that up. That would be yeah. sweet. But yeah, yeah, we could uh, order that. Uh, man, I'll try to get that this week and get that. And then we can just post it behind Justin or something. You can just have it forever right behind your head. Forever. Forever. I'm never going to skateboard because yeah. I'm fat and uh, 
Because you're a have fucking no poser. coordination and yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a Vans uh, hat, but let's just keep my head warm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, this week we do have a featured artist that we're going to be listening to a new song from that. Well, not new, uh, last uh, year or so. Uh, we're going to be playing Stevo and the Crippling Addictions. Yeah. Um, the single is called "The City" and it features Tim Brown, the vocalist from the band Elway. Uh, which is another band kind of out of Philly. Timmy Brown! Oh, yeah. Uh, this is... Tim, Tim, They Timmy played uh, the Big Wig show uh, that we spoke a lot about when uh, Dom Tromboli yeah, and yeah, yeah. Dennis were on a few weeks back, yep. and it was just a really fun, fun live set. And live, comparing him to the music that I've heard of his in the past, oh, it definitely uh, had... Rich is saying that Dom Tromboli oh, is doing yeah. flash food. Yeah, tattoos, tattoos are tattoos. To do this yeah, well. he's doing some of those for that as What's well. What's up, Rich? What's up, Rich? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, uh, uh, so get yeah. some flash tattoos. Yeah, from another wonderful friend of ours, yes. helping out another friend of ours. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely uh, help out, Sean. Yeah. Um, but with the uh, Steve-O and the Crippling Addictions, I had heard Steve-O play with The Holy Mess. I had heard him play with, uh, obviously, Split 50 back in the day. This is a... To say it's mature seems to like either downplay it or insult somebody in any way, but this is a a wiser attempt at not even attempt. It's a wiser execution of punk rock, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, I remember he was punk rock with them. He is uh, way too young to be yeah. drinking. I remember playing uh, playing Manhunt in Walmart with Steve-O, and he and I were the only two people left hiding, <laughs> and it was like 25, 30 minutes, and we're both high. I was in the ball like pit thing that they have like the big ball of the yeah, yeah, balls yeah, in the middle. and he was underneath the fucking bike rack and we're just both sitting like not knowing if we're on each other's team or not not wanting to move and everybody else had stopped playing like 15 minutes earlier because a security guard tackled my brother Craig and then threw everybody out um, so how long were you stuck hours. in there? I wasn't stuck in there I was just standing in there I for know, like but 20, how long 20 minutes st- about okay. 20 minutes about but either way uh, steve has got really awesome music and Cliff Albert another friend of the show uh he is the drummer for this band. I'm not sure if he's on this recording, but he is uh, the drummer for them now. Um, so without any more delay, let's jump right into Steve-O and the Crippling Addictions. This is their single, The City. Again, featuring Tim Brown from Elway, I think in the second verse. Enjoy. If you Tim like, Brown! If you like what you hear, check him out at The Crippling Addiction on Instagram. You can find him on Facebook and also on Spotify. And they've got vinyl records for sale wherever they are playing. They're going to be playing out in Denver uh, towards the end of this month. They're going to be playing, I think, the 27th with one of the guys from uh, the Lawrence Arms, one of his new bands. And then they're going to be playing with Green Jelly in Philly on February 1st, I believe it is. So some really awesome shows for them coming up. So get out and support if you are in those areas. Again, this is The City by Steve-O and the Crippling Addictions. We'll be back shortly.
All right, there you guys have it. That is Steve on the crippling addiction. In music, you're basically this having a conversation. City. Oh, things are still playing. Hopefully, they're monetized. Oh. They got ads on their shit. Hopefully, you're seeing some of that money, Steve. If not, go after YouTube. Yeah. All right, so uh, this week, as we have been doing for the last uh, oh, can month or so. we just take so. a second and say that was awesome? Oh, it was, was fucking awesome. Oh, oh, sorry. Shit, dude. sorry. Dude, it's Steamroller Kyle over Steamroller here. Steamroller Kyle. Yeah, no, that was fucking amazing. As we were saying. Uh, Steamroll my anus. As we were saying while we were listening to it, um, Steve is a huge face to face fan, so I really enjoy that he kind of has that similar interest in, in in the punk rock of the 90s that I didn't know anybody else in high school that listened to face to face because it was couple of years older than me um but he actually they they played a face-to-face song uh he um rob and ted all got on stage together and played uh face-to-face song at the show and that was fucking amazing as well but you go check them out again uh at the crippling addictions on instagram find them on spotify and on facebook um is that enough not steamrolling james was it good it was amazing <laughs> I, I, I just, oh, you know, like, your friend was nice enough to, like, hey, man, play my song. And, like, you play it, and then you're just on to the next thing. It's yeah! Like, I'm a dick. It's yeah. worth the praise. It's, it's take totally a fucking worth the praise. Okay, it's right. a great song. We See, our problem song. is we praise while we're listening to it, and then we come back, yeah, and I feel like we've said it already. <laughs> but, but no, no one else heard it. Heard it. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't hear it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, there you go. There you go. All right. Sorry. It's all right. I apologize. It should be me apologizing. I'm the dickhead. Uh, but either way, we are uh, doing our, our Christmas 2 album right now. Yeah. And uh, we've done a couple of different sounds, a couple of different uh, genres. And this is the the funniest one we've done. So probably the funniest song we've done overall. It's so fucking It's funny. so fucking yeah. weird. Now, uh, James, I'm going to actually let you kind of talk first about this because you kind of threw out the base idea of what... Uh, you had an idea for a song that came up while you were watching, you said Futurama, right? Uh, well, no, well, I just remembered it. Like, okay. Okay, well, on Futurama, uh, like the Christmas episode, Santa is a robot, and he's a terrible demon man. Yeah. He's the worst character ever. And um, I just thought, you know, uh, well, I've been recently, like, also getting really into uh, political policies and things, and, like, well, why things are all fucked up the way they are. And yeah. one of them has to do with, like, uh, wage enslavement and like non-union uh, yeah. workforces getting fucked left and right and I just thought because that stuff's always on my mind uh, and then there's the Futurama thing I'm thinking wouldn't it be funny to write a song about a labor uprising at the North Pole by the elves taking down this awful tyrant monopolizer oh, yeah. Santa who has a monopoly on Christmas he really does they don't make toys anywhere else they apparently do not <laughs> nope. he's the only one and he gets all the fucking credit for it yeah. And then you had said kind of in the style of like the... Like uh, a protesty, like folk punk kind of thing. So um, that that would be where we started. Yes. That would be where we started. <laughs> and then things went silly. And things got super silly. Now, James and I worked a little bit uh, on ideas for the lyrics. He kept having ideas, throwing them out to me. I would jot them down. And then I fleshed them out, as I usually do. And um, I don't want to say any, really much anything else about the vocals or anything I recorded just because we're going to hear it and it's yeah. going to be fucking amazing. Um, yeah, let now, that uh, everybody experience that. Yeah, without. now it is a, a punk song in, uh-huh. in its core. Uh, so with that, there are really pretty much only like two real parts to the yeah. song. There's a bunch of stuff that happens and a bunch of shit that Zach adds in. But for the drumming aspect of it, for you, Justin, just punk is much... just really not my thing, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, a DB is just not my my feel. So I always struggle with with uh, 
doing a more punky beat. It's yeah. not the it's not the tempo. It's it's more or less the style of the song. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because there's always like there's either weird little syncopations that are happening, or, or just, just the way like I normally do my fills. Something yeah. is just totally different. Yeah, you are definitely a longer fill person than what yes. a punk song would have. And at one point, you were doing the fill, and Zach's just like just shorter, shorter, shorter. And, and then I just went longer the first time. And yeah. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So, a little bit of a struggle with the drums, but, I mean, they turned out fucking amazing, as they always do. Well, thanks, um, Zach, from, from your side of uh, the writing, uh, what, were you, what were your thoughts here? What did you take the, the idea and your inspirations, and how did you mold it all together? I was just trying to steer it away from what you guys wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's Zach. what Zach does. Yeah. That's uh, what but, Zach no, does. I did, no, um... I just thought it sounded like some Ty Siegel stuff or Seagal. I don't know how you say his name. Like the Garage Rock Revival. And then James is like, faster, 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 faster. faster. <laughs> so I, for me, it would have 200, been right? 200 BPM and only yeah. 2 minutes and 34 seconds. Shortest song we've done. Now, I would have done it at 130 BPM and it would have turned out to be three and a half minutes. But I, I liked the way it came it out. Really, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't sure. I was like, this fast, really? This is just not. It works. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta it have works. some fucking like yeah. some push yeah. behind it. I'm some, sort of I'm in the, the slower camp. Like when I write music, I know. If I write sure. a song at 200 BPM, it's James has in heard the show before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Justin are both in that. Do it slow and do it long. Yeah. Yeah. Slow and long. That's Build that's it. how I treat my women. I do it I slow do and it short. Slow and long. <laughs> You're real nice with the Not long side of things. Yeah, just slow. Hey, you know, just slow. A guy slow can lie, can he? You can be slow and quick at the same time. Slow to put it in and quick to end. You know, quick to pull slow. it out. It takes me all night to get aroused, but it takes me six seconds to finish my arousal. That's all it needs. That's all it needs then. Uh, so we named life. the song Protest the Santa, correct? Protest the Santa. Protest yes. the Santa. The, the Santa. That's how I wrote it in my um, notes, and that's just how it stayed. And I guess for this one, I took more of a producer credit. I was yes. just kind of throwing shit out there. I was like, now nah, try this line. Try you're this just one. You're just throwing You're DJ colleting it in the background. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play on it or anything like yeah. I normally do with him on here, but I was like, I got this fucking stupid idea. Oh, and, such uh, a good stupid idea. Trying to help kind of like nail like the funniest lines. To, like, well, it got it got ridiculous. Once we started just going yeah. for it, yeah, it just like all right, this oh, is what we're doing. Oh yeah. And it's... I didn't even hear the other guitars after like Kyle came down. I didn't hear what else you put on it. I That's just... the fun part. None yeah. of us. And have you listened to it all the way through? No. <laughs> so exactly, Excellent. we never know what it's going to fully sound like yeah, until we're exactly. here. Um, so. Without again any further delay, I think we just need to give the people what they need. We yeah. need to give them more of Christmas too. So here is "Protest the Santa," our brunch weekly original single, again off of Christmas too. We will see you guys in literally two and a half minutes. No blood for toys. No. Oh, <laughs> 
that you're not nice Even your missus says Oh, Nick's not gonna fly This is our time This is the day Tear down old Santa From atop his sleigh All right, everybody. Tonight's the night, all right? That piece of shit's going down. We've broken our back for too damn long for this motherfucker. He's going down. The reindeer are so fed up. We're towing your fat ass. You pushed us to worry. character voice work that's went so into funny. that one yeah that's not what a candy cane's for that's <laughs> kyle it's gonna sound different than you mean it too. yeah i I, meant, I was thinking like it was getting sharpened um, and it was gonna get stabbed and you're like that nope. just sounds like someone's getting raped in the ass and i was like oh on second well, listens yes it does yes yeah. it does Oh, we have a smorgasbord of fucking. Oh, we've got beers, so man. many beers over yeah, here. I'm so. half drunk and I gotta work at four. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Holy you don't have to drink shite. all of them, but you're going to. Um, now we are again. We're gonna be doing a little bit different uh, twist to our usual beer taste. Have test. we all had these? I have had no. none of these. I've never had a single, had a one, of single one of these, so I'm very excited. We didn't this want to do a blind good. taste test because they're all going to be very different uh, beer. Now, what yes. I did uh, try to do, and we succeeded, uh, we went with all Pennsylvanian beers, and they are all winter holiday uh, Can I just say, or, or, or that's when they were released, you know, rose this type hips, of beer. Black currants, and chamomile. Yeah, now, that's going to put you to sleep. Now, that is the one that I have in my hand. If that's going to put us to sleep, do we want to do that first? Or do we Might want as well to do, do that it last? first. Let's, let's do this Let's fall first. asleep. That's All right. The opener, so right? the first beer we have. You got the opener over there, Justin? Yes, I do. All righty. Um, we have the Evil Genius Beer Company. Can I see your liner there, bro? It is Santa, I Know Him, the festive Saison Ale brewed with rose hips, black currants, 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 and... Chamomile currants. Oh, that smells really know. good. Oh, I'm just abusing Zach over here right now. All right, so let's give us a little taste. Oh, test. Abuse my whole. Ooh, it smells good. That's really good. Oh my god. 
What is the ABV? <laughs> you know, this sort of reminds me of 7. a half a Weisen. Yeah, we're going to get a hammer. This oh, reminds 7. me of 2. a half a Weisen. It definitely, it is kind of in that, in that, yeah, that very Belgian-y uh, flavor to it. Yeah. It's nice. It's light. It's not super crisp or anything like that. Well, it's a Saison, right? Yeah. It's a Saison. So it's meant for you to be able to sip them motherfuckers all day this long. This tastes like a less heavy Mad Elf. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely tastes like Mad Elf if you just want to have three and not one like and like die. Yeah. This yeah. isn't as like syrupy, I would say. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I think it's like yeah, yeah. the less, like, it's a little bit lighter. Um, now, that. while we are sipping our beer, uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing is talking about our favorite albums that have come out this year. Or unsolicited I, musical opinions unsolicited, no one will give a shit about. That nobody gives a shit about, but we just want to... I think I have the best taste in music. I'm sure Because everything do. I recommend to myself, I love. Yes. Zach <laughs> always believes that he has the best taste in music, the I best do, taste in everything, because it's for him and nothing else matters on that level. And it's nothing not... Nothing else matters. Not a totally dickhead way, but nothing nothing else matters. You're not a complete nihilist, because you like your shit. I don't shit. care what you like. Yeah. Hopefully you like what you like. I like what I like. Um, but I think we're all in agreement that we like this beer um, and yeah. we like music. So we're going to be talking about albums that came out this year that uh, really stood out to us. We have four beers. So what I figured we could do is with each beer, the next person kind of popcorn to the next person, as Zach was saying earlier. Um, I have a list of, of three. If you have more than just one, go for it. Uh, but we're going to try to do go around in the circle and each of us kind of throw out what the album is, what brought it uh, to our attention, if it's a band that you've been listening to for a long time, something that was new, and uh, just what stuck out to you, the songs, the the feels, anything but along those lines. the criteria was albums that came out this year. Right? This year, this that year. came out in 2019. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. I was going to throw out Wheeler Walker Jr.'s album WW3, but I think it technically came out like of November of last year. Yeah, and so I couldn't put it on my list because... Well, I was I the first thing I said. I was like, there. "Oh, the Behemoth album's gonna be on there." We're yeah, like, wait, that's last year. We were looking Fuck. at everything. It's like, okay, it came out like October, November of last year. Now, James, since you are the guest today, and we're rewarding you for all of the time that you've put in drinking shitty beer with good beer tonight. Yeah, I'll also give you the first stab at the the band. It can be your number one, your number two, whatever you think. But uh, I'd say this is my number three. Your number three. All right. Yeah. So, what is uh, the album? So. That you guys might not know that Jimmy World put out an album this year. No, <laughs> actually, I yeah, do I know that, and it yeah. sounds more like their original. Or sounds more like um, like Bleed American. Yeah, era. it sounds all over the place. Actually, um, weird. Well, the so one single I heard. I, I heard about it. Uh, well, it came to my attention on YouTube. I got a recommendation for this new Jimmy World video, a song called Five Five Five. Okay. And in it, it does not sound like a Jimmy Eat World song. It doesn't look like a Jimmy Eat World video. The dude's wearing like full costume and makeup. He looks like a space character, and it's like it's a modern pop song. It looks like it sounds like something you would hear on Top Forty Radio right now. Okay, it's, that's why I heard it. I think there's no guitars. There's um, he's singing these like very like right now hooks like okay hooks you would hear in like uh Ed Sheeran who, no maybe who's that dirty guy he has a song with Ozzy right now uh, uh, oh uh, Post, Post Malone, Malone. Yeah, so, yeah. sort of like that I was okay. like what the fuck is it? so I was like alright I gotta check out this album and that's the only song on there that's like that um 
So one one song is just a standalone. Yeah, I, I don't know why. So does that help? Does that hurt the the album flow itself? Because one thing with Jimmy no. World that I always liked is that they are a start to finish. I can listen to I, their albums, and that's definitely one of these. Uh, like I, in my notes here, I have it's a solid Jimmy album. It's exactly what you would expect. Hell yeah! Uh, it has a uh, big uh, like anthemic guitars. Like the, it's like the intros are always great. Like every intro is awesome, um, and like the the harmonies are still there. The production's slick. Um, like it sounds like no matter how long ago is the last time you listened to them or like kept track of their career, it just sounds like they never stopped going. Yeah. Know? They don't sound like a different band in like that lame way where you can just tell someone's just done. Yeah, and they're just like either no, some of their albums I was like, Oh, they they hit Bleed American and fucking peaked and then they couldn't reach the See that for me, again. Bleed American is, is a great album. Futures. Futures is number one for me. Uh, like, um, by far, it, and having been able to see that in its entirety performed live was one of the greatest fucking things. That was really cool. That was yeah. such a great um, show. But, Jimmy, now, do you know, before you go on, how many albums have they released in the last couple of years? Do you, like, have you been they, staying they're one of those, like, close steady, on like, them? Every two years. Every two years? Every two okay. Year kind of band, so it's so. like they, they kind of had have had the same, like, rise and sustainability of, like, thrice, just on a totally different end of the spectrum, where they both came up... And then they've kind of experimented with different sounds within their kind of core sound. Um, yeah. But every, like, two, three years, they're putting out an album, and you go, oh, shit, yeah, that came out. Oh, shit, yeah, that yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, like, this, this I had no idea that this out. What's the album called? It's called Surviving. And, um, All right. What was I going to say? Uh, It'd be cool oh, if yeah. they did an Eye of the Tiger cover. <laughs> uh, someone did do that. I can't remember. But, yeah. Good. Um... Like, it has a lot of great like tracks. Uh, there's a song on it called One Mill. It has a hook that's so good. I really wish I had written it. Um, I hate those and love those songs. Yeah, we were right. like, God damn it, that's so simple and perfect. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. And, they are, um, they're kind of the kings of that. And it's got that Jimmy World thing where just like the, the harmonizing vocals and the choruses and stuff are just huge. They're catchy. Uh, it's it's like putting on like a, a coat that fits really well that you haven't put on in a long time. Yeah. I actually wrote in my notes that it made me... It reminded me of like listening to Futures in like the winter of two thousand four when it came out. Like, yeah, like, that's that long ago now. That's so that's, crazy. Yeah, that's fifteen years old. Welcome to being old. And that means that it's been five years since I saw them because that was when they were doing their ten year anniversary for that. I got that hot water music hoodie I always wear like that mm-hmm. day in the mail. Like I've had that for five years. <laughs> Damn. It's yeah. Crazy. Oh, I thought you were going to say 15 years when, when no, the no, album no, came no, out. No, like, no. damn. I'm not that old school. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was listening to Hollywood music back then, but I didn't have that hoodie back then. So you're recommending this album then for people that are uh, fans of Jimmy if, if E. If you've ever liked them at any point in your life. And if you've never liked them, like... If you don't, don't like them, like I feel bad for you. Okay, if you, you're like, what if somebody's never band? listened to Jimmy World? Maybe they've heard like the singles or stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I only know what's ever been on the radio. There's never listened to a Jimmy World There's solid World enough album. shit on this that like I would play it for him. Be like, hey, you want to get into this band? Like, yeah, especially that song One Mill. Oh my god, like we should listen so to the show. It's a new album, but it's still a good gateway album to yeah, get into. Yeah, totally, because it's them. It. It's very much them. It's, awesome. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, they it. were not to just compare them to a bunch of different bands, but they also had they were kind of along the same lines and came out around the same time as Death Cab for Cutie and they were like if if Thrice was the really hard end of things and Death Cab was the really softer end of things the more like you know spaced out they were like the sweet spot the sweetness right in the middle of it all yeah I mean in a way like they but they they were alternative but they were huge radio hits in the early 2000s but also like their album after that um 
just had song. I like, heard a lot of those songs like video games of the day. Okay. Like, yeah. You hear the song Pain and a lot of like racing games. And stuff okay. Like that. Um, it, but it's it's never like unwelcome. Like I never hear Jimmy World and I'm like, ah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some bands I love, True. but if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm like, Jimmy World's always like a welcome presence to my Fuck ears. Yeah. So, yeah. I, again, they've been one of my favorite bands since. I mean, Drive Through Records was founded so they could sign Jimmy Eat World. When they started Drive Through Records, it was on the purpose of let's start a record label because Jimmy Eat World's not signed and they're just this independent little band and we really want to get them. They started the record label, Jimmy Eat World got signed by like Atlantic or somebody and they were on a big label and went and made, you know, all their stuff and then. Well, Jimmy World's still around and Drive Through Records is not, so I guess yeah. that says something there. Well, Drive Through Records yeah. started signing a bunch of awful bands. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other They episode. were good for about five years, and that was about it. Who's next? All right, Justin, what would you say is one of your top albums Why are we of going the year? To... Well, let's just, let's just go. When the first person Why are finishes we going their top? year. So we're all going to I'm going third. Yeah, I'm going. He said that was his th- that was three. Number three? That was yeah, your number three? Yeah. All right, we'll go, we'll go three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Social Cues by Cage the Elephant. Re- I didn't know they put out an album. Oh, that's yeah. good. Do they have a song on the, on the radio right now? Like a, a hit? I need to they have more. To they have yeah. more alternative rockets than any other band ever. So do I need to start listening to the radio? I Probably. hear it at work all the time. Jesus, now. I am old. I don't know. I've always loved that band. Yeah, uh, it's a solid album. What like, was their first big single? Was that they weren't uh, a funeral? No, rest for the wicked. I rest think. for the wicked. Okay. A funeral is Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Yeah. Okay. Always get those bands. Are we doing a different I mean, yeah, bands? I know you know what you're getting into if you're as ready far to pop as. Into one, you can pop okay. into one, yeah. Uh, you know what you're getting into with the band, you know what I mean? There's yeah. still some variations and changes that they so, do, but. That band has nine number one Billboard hits and 13 top 10. What band? KGL. They really? have 13 I top 10 name Billboard nine of their songs. Yeah, I but you've heard three. them all. Have I? Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Dude. Okay. One, I've, one I've been in into that band for a long time. Uh, yeah, I think it's one in here at the other. No, rest for the wicked. Uh, no rest for the wicked. Uh, yeah, in one ear. Yeah. Shake me down. Shake cigarette me down. daydreams. Yep. Come a little closer. Trouble, mm-hmm. and then uh, ready to let go is from social Cue, from social cues. Just every every one of those singles is worthy. What of What is being the feel of the album overall? Is it any it's different than their other stuff? Dancier? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For Beck's sure. on one of the songs. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, I did not put him on my list. That's a little too new in this year for me to be already. They made a dance record. Um, I'll listen to it if it's anything it's like, like. They made a dance record. Kid Elephant. Yeah. I mean, it's more dancey. It's still poppy in the it's vein like that they really write. It's like really dark '70s. It's like almost you, like a tame and power feel kind of through like a really through the like gutter. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Gutter. It came out with some like bluesiness mm-hmm. still to it. Yep. Well, when you've been in the gutter, you come out with some blues for sure. Yeah, you do. That is the Are natural we getting into way of things. Beer? Yeah, James, which one did you pop up? We'll uh, follow your lead. Blizzard of Hops. Blizzard of Hops. Right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna so, kill this. I have a bottle opener, please. Oh yeah. Blizzard, Blizzard of, of Oz. Oz. Oh, it is it is kind of a Wizard of Oz uh, play. I, I get that now. From Trogues. From Trogues. If you've never been, take the time. Go to Lank, or right out. Go to Hershey. Hershey. And, yeah, uh, technically, yeah, that area. And uh, do yourself a favor. Do the tour. Get some food. I, it's really well, worth it. I have a funny story. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know what. Ooh, six point four. Eighty. Uh, I don't go into too much super detail. Super citrusy. But um, citrus. <laughs> the weekend of a certain Trogues beer fest. Uh, years and years and years and years ago, uh, 
your boy became a man. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So Trogs so, so holds I can't, a very I, special place in your heart. This is a very uh, no, light beer. I mean, it is. Uh, it, yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, Trogs. I mean, I, it's impossible to see the logo and not like think like, oh yeah, yeah that happened. But it's not like the fondest memory in the world, but okay. it happened. Can we do f- the Troganator challenge one day and just get a case of Troganator and oh see if we can't get through it? Troganator is I've, one of the I've best beers. A lot of it's <laughs> such a good fucking beer. We had that on tap at Yard of Ale back in the day. I That was the thing I poured for myself at the end of my shift when we had that on. Troganator, that, yeah. Troganator for a while, would have been my number one beer. It was that and like Franz Connor Dunkel were and like the, the only uh, two beers that gave me that. is the double, right? It's the a, double box. Yeah, doppelbach. Yeah, doppelbach. Now, what would you say? I mean, we all are fans of Trogues. Um, just I like this, this beer. I would drink it's, this in the summer. Light. It is. I would light. drink this in the summer. This Absolutely. is a good beer you would for think Usually, a winter IPA. I was expecting it to be Heavy. in your face with the hops. I was expecting it to be a little bit more. No, so I feel like I could take more hops in the summer. In the winter, it's cold, really? cold as shit outside, and you huh. come in. You want, you don't want to get smacked in the face with that hoppiness. Like, well, and then, oh, in the middle of summer, me. did you it read the side me. of this? I did Basically, not. Uh, they use the hops that are on the end of the hop cycle. Oh, like very citrusy. Well, it's got hops an IBU rating of eighty, which is not very high. Yeah, so. not really. I mean, that's this is less than like honestly, this is almost kind of like fat tire ale to me like this is pretty much but I feel like that's what you want can, I, can I read the ad copy on the bottle yes yeah. go for it winter IPA to toast hop growers around the world for another harvest successful harvest the storm of hoppy citrus and pine notes is a bright reminder that at the end of the hop cycle is only the beginning Ooh, yeah. yeah I mean it's an I uplifting guess people are, thing are growing in the winter window, so. winter sucks for a lot of people and this is letting you know that it's not the end; it's just the beginning. It, or the it does end have the traditional the trogues hop in the back of your mouth. Yep, yep. So I get if that you're flavor. if you are a fan of trogues, you will thoroughly enjoy this beer. Now, what would you guys say? What, what are your just while we're talking trogues? What's your my favorite? Obviously, is Mad Elf. That's my hands down my favorite beer that they've ever created. Oh. But it's seasonal, so there has to be an asterisk next to it. Do you have like a go-to Trogues? It's like your number one from Trogues. Uh, that's not seasonal. Yeah, seasonal or Sunshine otherwise. Pills. Sunshine pills. Sunshine pills yeah. is good. That's the, f- great. the first time I ever had Such that. We, were, we went down too. to Hershey. I, yeah. I agree. That's my favorite. And we go to Hershey, have a night at the park, end up staying over because we got down there late, and we go to Applebee's. That's right around the corner. Yeah. And you eat they, all of the appetizers because yes, they're unlimited. Exactly. You close them down. Uh, that was way before any of that shit happened. But um, they had trogues on tap, and I'd never heard. I didn't know what the fuck trogues yeah, was. So yeah. I'm like, let me have one of those. And I think I ended up drinking four or five of them before we were gone. Good man, you know. Trogues is like Weyerbacher is the the small brewery with the big beer. Like that was their whole thing when they were like coming up, yeah. and they wanted to go, you know, blithering idiot Mary Monks again, smack you in the face Ooh, with the, double with the Simcoe. As, oh my god, the double Simcoe. <clears throat> they wanted to knock you out. Like that was their whole approach. Trogues is nuance. There is a nuance to everything. Trogues I mean, Weyerbacher is way more of a bold flavor. They oh, do yeah. stuff with yeah. with. Uh, Bitter cherry and a lot of different things in that. Sense. I mean, what's the regular Trogues IPA? The regular IPA the, is that perpetual? Perpetual, uh, yeah. perpetual. Yeah. Uh, that one is when I when I really think of an IPA that I 
can get behind because sometimes they get too out of hand. Yeah, that perpe- that perpetual IPA to me is like the exact middle of yeah of everything good about IPAs. Hell yeah. But they are. They're oh, very... you might be thinking hotback. 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 They, Perpetual though is um, one of their standards though. No, per, sta- no, I'm thinking yeah, Perpetual. Perpetual. I'm yeah. saying I have had hotback. I've definitely had Perpetual. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, I think I think y- y- Troconator would be Dreamweaver. I forgot about fucking Dreamweaver. I don't and like the white, white ale. You don't like the that's, white that's, ale? That's a white wheat one, right? Right? Yeah. 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 Is that their shock top type? Kind yeah. of. Apparently, yeah. they have another yeah, like version of Mad Elf that they do once a year, and it's called the Naked Elf. The Naked? I've never heard. I've heard six point nine. The, the well, I get naked if I drink enough of those. Yeah. Cherries, honey, chocolate malt, uh, and Mad Elf hops. Yeah, I mean, or but, Elf yeast, but like I'm saying, like it's the nuance. The first time, like you said, the first time you had uh, uh, Sunshine Pills, you had like four or five of them. The first time I had Mad Elf, I sat down at Floods, did my normal psycho, give me something random, pours me a pint, and goes, "This is Mad Elf," and I went, "I didn't oh, okay. show you Mad Elf." And no, first time I ever had it was was Psycho, and uh, he gave it to me. I had a pint of it, and I went, "Oh, that's really good," and I drank mm-hmm. it probably in like. 10 minutes and then I went I'll take another one of those and I had four of them in about 40 minutes mm-hmm. full pints of them and then I stood up for the first time in 40 minutes and immediately like went down like my knees bu- I was like whoa I was not expecting that's that a, um, that's what 11-1 or something is it, around is it, there is it, I thought it was 9 or 10 is it 11 it might be I think 11. it's around 11 well 11. they also have a wild elf a wild which elf which is 11% and it's made with uh all kinds of shit. A whole bunch of cherries. They're fucking... Hey, man. Uh, what people say they taste is cherry pie, sour, stone fruit, and toasted coconut. But I have to change my favorite. I'm going through the list here. Golden Things is a seasonal beer. Don't but know it is that. probably their best yeah, beer. Yeah, I do like that one. I haven't had that one. It I is just, such a late always, summer beer, but it's so good, man. When it comes to tropes, I'll just 8. get 2. the... Variety. variety pack. Every yeah, time yeah, I, yeah, if yeah. I see a Trogues variety... You don't have a bad beer in that you pack. Know, that's good. You really do not. Um, now to go back to the uh, music side of things, What's your number um, three, Gary my Kyle? number three, my number three, I, I have a solid number one. My two and three are kind of toss up, so I'm going to go um, for my number three, "Love in the Dark" by Jason Hawk Harris. Okay, um, that is a great Jason Hawk Harris. If you do not know uh, about him, he is uh, he's based out of Nashville, I believe. He, uh, I, think. I think, I'm pretty sure. His sound is all Nashville. Yeah. He has the best of the best Nashville players playing with him and playing for him. It is like a 24-year-old kid that just grew up on like good country but still grew up in the is current the time. Uh, no, that was oh. Billy Strings, although he's yeah, an honorable right. mention yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. And I had even said if Billy Strings, if I had seen his album more than a week and a half ago and yeah. had more time to kind of like... Next year when we do this, I'm going to try to put Billy Strings and go, oh, fuck, it came out. Like, came out oh, 2019. Damn, I'm an yeah, yeah. Now, on the album Love in the Dark, there are two songs that definitely uh, stick out to me. Um, the one is Cussing at the Light. I think that was the first song that uh, the three of us, Justin and, yeah. and Zach and I, heard. Yep. And that then, has the Corpse Paint video. Uh, actually, three songs. Um, Grandfather is the way yes. he closes out the album. It is such a good song. It come? is. What? going to come? I like in the saddest, greatest, one most wonderful way. Um, it is on par with like 
if what's that? What's that? Uh, uh, cats in the cradle. That 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 song. Oh, uh, when you come back, to I don't know when. Room, yeah. you go. Is that it's Cat Stevens? Cat Stevens. No, not, no, not Cat Stevens. No, it's just Cats um, in the Cradle. I did the same thing the other day. Chapin? Mm. No. I forget sure who that is. It's not Cat Stevens. The grandfather is. is very Yusef Islam That's his is name very close yeah. in feels to that but the best song for me on the album um, and my favorite song of his so far is I'm Afraid I'm Afraid is a song that is written from the perspective I mean uh, from his perspective but is written about being raised in a religious household and having basically a picture of Jesus on the wall and every time you did something wrong it was Jesus, basically Jesus was the sheriff in the sky that was going to fucking like come and like get you and like Jesus always watching all this stuff. So the lyrics are literally like, uh, it, it's like nothing ever scared me. It was Cat Stevens. It was Cat Stevens. I mean, so many people have done yeah, it. Yeah, okay, he did a cover of it. Yeah, I told you. Um, Harry Chapin, look, fucking Harry right Chapin. fucking there. Yes, Harry yeah. Chapin as well. The original. The original. Song. Hey, he likes the cover Damn. better, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, that, that exactly Hawk Harris song. He's, he's Guns like, and Roses. He's, done it. He says like uh, <laughs> he, he says something to the effect. <laughs> wait, who else did it? Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Guns on the cradle and the say of us. You've never heard that version. Ah, uh, God, no. I don't. They are. I will say that Guns N' Roses might be the best cover band ever. Because um, three of their five hits are pretty much Ooh, all covers. Well, spaghetti. But the line is, no monster in the Jason Hawk carousel. <laughs> Jesus, you love it. Um, but he's talking about, uh, he's talking about being raised daddy. in a religious home, and he says, no monster ever scared me like the face of Jesus Christ. And it just, I was like, oh, God, like that. Kyle can relate. It hit a fucking chord with me for sure, where I was like, for years and years and years, I was just terrified of this creature, this being, this entity that may or may not be there. And I I heard that song, and I was like, God damn it, this is a fucking perfect song. But the whole album uh, is, is amazing. Um, but again, those three songs, Cussing at the Light, Grandfather, and and I'm afraid definitely give those uh, a listen to Zach. Yeah. What would be your number three? Oh, it's hard because so many, but I'm and I'm gonna mispronounce the title. It's in Cardia Venenum. Okay. By Opeth. Yeah. This year's yeah. Opeth album. It is. It's good. So fucking good. When did that come out? Two months uh, ago? September? Yeah, two yeah. months ago. Did we listen to that on the way to Wilkesbury, or was that not September? No, no that, that was, was like June or July. We were probably yeah. listening to some other... I always listen to... Open yeah, we listen to a lot of different shit. That we day, did, but. and then... Oh, yeah, you played that one fucking... Oh, wait, you played that country band that your dad listens to. Um, we were sitting in traffic that day, like, Oh, my God, the fucking traffic. Oh, my oh. God. I forget what that fucking band was, but that, that was That was the day Kyle shit his pants, everybody. I shit my pants yeah, that day. We talked did. about it on the show. At Hardy's. But anyway, this Opeth album, and I th- I think it's their best. It is so good. Yeah, now, have... Have they ever done anything like this before in the way that they released it in two different languages no. completely? Because that oh, is wild. phenomenal. Yeah, when you listen to it in in Swedish, it's different. It's fun because it takes when you listen to something in another language, it has to, and you don't know the language. It immediately takes you out of listening to lyrics. You listen yeah. to the sound. You listen to the tone. His voice is an instrument making noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I 
love it. Like I, I listened to it all the way through in English. Metal Kyle. And that it's not even that metal it anymore. Is it? it really is not. Really? I wrote for about like two, three hours. I was just like working on a project and I was just writing and I put that album on probably I listened to like three or four times in a row. And it is just if I was like a coder, that would be the music I would put on and just zone out to and just be like yeah. and go to town. Like it's fucking amazing. What what are the what are your favorite songs on it, or do you think it's just mostly the whole album straight to? Uh, I mean, I to listen finish. to the album straight through, but I will. Um, Next to Kin is good, mm-hmm. and Lovelorn Crimes I think might be my favorite. Yeah, take notes, everyone. The Lovelorn it has this There'll like be a test later. Um, like Cthulhu thing going on. But it, without talking about it, when I hear that song, um, "Love, Lauren Crimes," it just reminds me. Maybe H.P. Lovecraft was his name, but yeah. it has this sort of Lovecraftian quality to it. Yeah. Um, and you know he's become a, a, an incredible singer. He, you know, back in the yeah, day yeah, when yeah. he was doing death metal vocals, it was good. But he's become a That's real... That's the Opeth I know, Blackwater Park. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, Blackwater Park was where they transitioned to be softer. Before Blackwater like Park, prog. it's yeah. even more brutal death metal. And then he's been in bands like Bloodbath and stuff that are more old-school death metal sounding. But you do see that natural transition for people that are vocalists when they go, I'm not going to be able to do this for forever. And I, I need to learn how to all, sing. All, all three of my picks tonight are bands that were one thing that were one thing and then they did something else yeah yeah awesome i, I love playing the cave-in game with people yeah i'm like here's a song by cave-in here's another song by cave-in here's the same antenna band. here's uh, See, with the see with my second choice here's the piebald is that kind split. of band yeah right <laughs> <laughs> split. Wow. They, that's their first release for both bands i believe piebald and cave-in was together back when that shit happened all the time yeah yeah, Shows were like that. Remember, there was yeah. always like a heavy band headline, dude. Locally, and a bunch of Indian punk like well, that's pop we were, punk bands. When we were at the Big Wig show, we were talking about that. I was like, remember Toast? And you would have like Big Wig would play. Can we and toast, then, toast, by we the way. toast, 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 Toast to Toast, toast. toast. Quaker Alley. You, you Rest dirty, dirty piece of shit. But they, you would have a ska band play with an emo band playing with a hardcore band, a new metal band, and yeah, <laughs> Crush Pile would Crush play. Pile. Oh, and all the Crush Pillions would be the out Crush and about. Billion. Hey. I was a young Crush Pillion. You were? It's not my proudest moment, yeah, but yeah. I was there. I, for a while, was really into so Cottonmouth DN. Um, they were a local oh, band. Cottonmouth Kings. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I got, I got it so confused. I got into a deep conversation one day with a guy about how much I loved Cottonmouth DN, but I wasn't saying DN, I was saying Cottonmouth, and he just thought I was shortening... Cottonmouth Kings. And I was like, yeah, we're having this. And I'm like halfway through, I'm like, oh, we're not talking about the same thing at all. We're really <laughs> That's not. Embarrassing. We're really not. And then it was for both of us, I feel like it was embarrassing because he was like, oh, this kid knows shit. And then I'm like, this guy doesn't know what I'm doing here. Can, can I oh. just share a, a quick story? It just popped in my head about uh, Crush Pile. Yes. Uh, one night, Rich and I, our old band, was playing the um, Underworld. And I think we were... We weren't opening, but we were somewhere mm. on the bill, and Crush Pile was the headliner. And they were, we were all hanging out out back of it, if you remember that area. Like, sorry, what was the venue again? The Underworld. The, un- with, the, the sorry, Scioto. Scioto, Underworld. okay. Yeah. So we were hanging outside the back, and the, I think it was... You know what? I'm not going to specify, because it's a crime. Uh, someone from Crush Pile had a McDonald's cup full of whiskey. Yeah. 
and just handed it to Rich, who was all of 16 or so at the yes. time. I was like, hey, man, take a swig of this. And Rich was like, okay. <laughs> just fucking down a bunch like a champ. And I'm like, always never the straight edge kid. Oh, uh, no. It's, it's like, and, and me at 16, I was like the most straight edge kid there was. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> All right, that happened. Yeah, that was that like, happened. I was just wasn't around much of that. Going I'm gonna around. I'm gonna go live journal this right now because actually oh. remember uh, my live journal back in the day was always like show reviews. Yeah, and uh, I don't know a lot of people read it. I guess from from what I heard. But oh uh, yeah, but yeah, that that was story was almost certainly on there. Yeah, and then, you know it's funny. Uh, I won't go into much detail, but I still see that guy uh, a lot. See, I don't remember what any of those people look like. <laughs> I, I do. Well, I don't think he's in the band anymore. I don't think they're a band anymore. Are they? Well, he, well, no, he's not even on like because I, I looked into this recently because this popped in my head. And, okay. Because uh, I kept, kept seeing this dude, and I was like, is he? Oh no, he left Crush Pile at some point. Okay. But yeah, that was the thing back in the day. How local were they? Because they just over the border and from Jersey. Okay, because I always remember like because they were heard of this band. Yeah, they were. In 2001, 2-ish, they were very prevalent around here. What genre would you say they were? Oh, they were straight new metal. Yes, they were. Yeah. Zach would have loved them. Well, well you see, Zach they had their CD them. and their t-shirts at Rockin' Willie's yeah. back when it was Willie T's house. Yeah. Uh, in the mall. Yeah. yeah, by the food court. Remember how cool that was in the back room? Oh. Yeah, that was the shit. That was the first place I ever made out with the chick was in the back room of the... <laughs> yeah, we went That's in the back. the most fucking... It was so sketchy. I've ever heard. It was so sketchy. Hey, hey! But right after that, we went to the JC Penney's changing room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was a good wow. day. It was a good day. Both of us getting dropped uh, off by our parents to go see a movie and just mm. spending two and a half hours walking around making out in random places that we could find to make out. Nice. So it was like the shittiest version of Mallrats ever. Yeah, oh no, I was getting I was getting to make out with a chick that was uh, that was step one into girls way out of my league. That was amazing. That was great for me. You could have just went in the Sears and chilled on the beds the whole time. Dude, Nobody would have given you a fuck. The JC Penney's beds that used to be like in the windows in the mall, <laughs> I would go in and lay in them and just watch people walk by and I would just like stare at them until someone yelled at me and told me to leave. And I really didn't hang out at the mall that often. Kyle's yeah. always been a creep, folks. I've always been a creep. Always. If you can't a gather creep, them, always a creep. you can take the kid out of the creep, but you can't take the creep out of the canary. Whoa! All right. So, uh, James O, what Yikes. is your number two album? Um, holy shit. Hang on. Let me open my, my notes here. You caught me totally off guard. Keith did say in the chat over here y'all that y'all need to listen to, to, listen to Lost Dog Street Band. Yes. I've listened to them. They are really fucking fun. He got to see them live, and now he's got a, a hat. It looks like an NRA hat, but it just has like their like logo on it yes, and everything. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Okay, so my number two this year uh, was from a band called Pup. Pup! Yeah. Uh, from Canada. They have a new album? They, yeah. It was called Morbid Stuff. We listened music. to that one song back in like March or so. Oh, okay. Um, was, that would be the year. album came out in April. Uh, <laughs> They're kind of like a post-punk band. Yeah. They get punky. They get like kind of... Um, they have like one song on this record that's almost like sludgy like it's weird but like uh it's like post-punk they get like screamy there's really great hooks both guitar and vocal hooks um i gotta say this album came along it's one of those things that like lightning strikes you at just the right point in your life yeah when you're just like really receptive to a certain kind of thing yep and this album is all about like uh you know a lot of my favorite punk rock is like this sardonic like sarcastic like self-hatred kind of thing but with like a wink to it yep like i'm such a fucking drunken piece of shit and i hate myself but you know what whatever um 
that stuff always appeals to me, and a lot of this album is that. And uh, but you know, the thing that makes it worth listening to, and not just like this exercise and like I don't know, depression is like there's always like that little bit of hope. Like, yeah, everything sucks. My life sucks. Uh, I'm not the person I want to be, but you know what? I could be, and things could turn around. And we're holding out. Yeah, it brings and, uh, it, it's almost edging you in that way. It edges I mean, you, you can, right up to the edge, my dude. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, like uh, the thing that like kept me. Well, like a lot of the stuff I, I end up liking for a long time. There's like a hook or something that gets my attention, and then really good lyrics. Yeah, hold me there because I'm a lyrics guy more than anything. And uh, this album is f- full of great lyrics, great songs, uh, great themes in the songs. Like uh, the title track is the intro, right? And the first line of the album is, uh, I was bored as fuck, sitting around thinking all this morbid stuff, like if anyone I've slept with is dead. Jesus! <laughs> like, oh. like, they're not yeah. fucking around. That reminds me of the song that Zach was listening to the other day where everybody's dying. What was it? Everyone's gonna die. Yeah, the new uh, church. The new church, yeah. Oh, church of the oh yeah, yeah, I heard that song yeah. the other day, actually. Everyone's church, gonna yeah. die. Yeah, 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 yeah. so good. <laughs> so um, fucking... <laughs> yeah, uh, this uh, a couple standout tracks I made note of. Uh, of course, the title track, "Morbid Stuff." Uh, the song "Kids," which we listened to. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's someone just like uh, like it gets kind of like wordy. Just like he's just like talking, and he's like, "Your fucking shitty songs are getting way too literal," and all this stuff. Like he's talking to himself. Very like, tongue in cheek. It's extremely tongue in cheek. Yeah. And um, yeah, like that really stood out to me. And they have a song called "Scorpion Hill," which starts off like. A country song kind of awesome and then it turns into a, like like a late 90s pop punk song but not like a cheesy one it's uh it's great it's got like just this like twangy acoustic guitar and this kind of like nashville kind of like uh melody to it like everyone's joining in on the singing and builds up they have a song called um i think full-blown meltdown or something like that okay. I, I, I didn't write it down but that's the one's like almost sounds like a high on fire song <laughs> doesn't feel like <laughs> everything it sounds like more downtuned and distorted and screaming and fucking insane and the lyrics are really about hating your own guts um yeah there's a lot of great shit like so self-deprecating with, so, self-deprecating with but a also nice like into humor and yeah it's it's clever you it's know? almost a black comedy album yeah exactly okay. like like anyone can be like like self or like hate themselves like uh the shitty band what was that uh Five Finger Death Punch, right? Yeah. Like, they're the corniest band ever, because they're like, yep. I'm sorry I'm not good enough. <laughs> but, like, when you oh, have, like... A, a they should literally of, just Five Finger Death Punch themselves yeah. at this point. When you have a little it's bit of a cleverness to it, or, um, like, a wink and a nudge, you know? Yeah. Like, like Alkaline Trio lyrics. Yeah. So like, like uh, well, I'm a drunk piece of trash, but you know what? Like, things could be worse. <laughs> Like, I love that kind of shit. And now, have you been a Pup fan since for a while? Because they're a band that I will say Ethan Jurley has thrown them to me so many times, going, "You need to listen to Pup. You need to listen to Pup. Well, you should, should be listening listen to, to Pup." Pup. Um, they had a really great album. I think it was twenty thirteen or something. like. Their second album wasn't as good, but it had like a couple good songs on it. All right, and that's kind of like where they sort of started to like blow up, blow up. So yeah, they had a song in a video game and stuff, and. Uh, no, I I just uh, was it this guy on Twitter I follow a noisy he used to write for noisy okay Vice music yeah like, and Dan Ozzy he writes about punk rock and he did an article about Pup and I was like oh I'll check this out because I check out whatever he writes about because usually it's okay at least yeah and uh, Pup blew me away and um, okay yeah th- this stuff is just, it's a different kind of post punk and uh, it's really really great it, it fucking 
knocking me on my ass. Fuck so, yeah. Right. How, real quick, how's everybody doing on current beer? I'm out. We're out, I'm done. so are we ready to move on? Yeah. James, well, I'll let you been dealing, so you pick. Uh, let's do the can. Let's do, let's the, do uh, the can. This is... Uh, Surrendering, we're, we're going victory oh, back to back. Victory Java Latte Cold, cold Brew, brew milk, milk Stout. stout crafted with one Wait, village eight. coffee artist blend. Yeah, yeah, can I read the ad copy? Yes, back. go for it. Milk sugar coffee. Go for it. Experimental HBC. It says here, roasty malts, oats, and special ingredients come together in a milk stout that is cold brewed with a bounty of local coffee for 48 hours to serve up as a luscious mix of sweet and robust oh, comforts. Oh, yeah. Pilsner Munich chocolate roasted barley oats. Um, oh, Experimental HBC 472 this is the hops that they use. If this. it's an imperial stout, this could be rough. This could be. And it's, no, it's what, actually what it's pretty we're good. At? We're at 8.2. It's pretty good. It's not too, too bad. Oh, that is coffee as fuck. Oh, that is coffee. Mm-hmm. See, I love sweet milk stouts, like Young's and shit, but yeah. this is... Hey, you never have me. to finish anything, you just will. <laughs> or I will. Or Zach will. Zach will. Zach. All right, so Justin, what would be your number two album? I'll, I will say, I do like this first sip, and also the can looks exactly with the orange banner on the top of it. Mm-hmm. looks exactly like... No, this is a pint cups. can, right? It's a pint can, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so for my second album, it's... I don't know, it was definitely a toss-up. I listened to a lot of heavier stuff, you know what I mean? So Slipknot was within the running. Okay. Only because uh, it had the feel of older albums, like getting them getting back to their roots, even though they didn't have the same members in. But uh, I went with uh, Amon Marth for my second um, oh, it was so uh, good. Berserker. Where you t- who was talking shit on that to me? I don't know. Somebody was. Someone was talking shit on Berserker? Yeah, it's such it a great good. album. It really is. And I mean, a lot of people, to, you know, when they listen to it, you know what you're getting into with Amon and Marth. It's very Viking, very Swedish. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's a solid album. It's Listen to it. If you're into What's heavy the one, stuff. The, yeah, the whole thing is about Thor, too. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That is very Viking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Now, what did this came out? Uh, was it summer release early earlier? Uh, spring, I want to say. Spring. It was. I was mowing when this came out. I was on May May third. Does it feel any? I mean, w- w- with that style, is there any like? Is it a seasonal album to you, or is this like an all the time album to you? How does, uh, certain times... It's seasonal in the sense that most heavy stuff is seasonal. Yeah. I will, I'm not going to be listening to the same heavy stuff as I am in the summer as I am in the winter. You know what I mean? But like, coming out in May, you listened to it over the summer, or did you get into it more in the fall? No, when it came out. You, you, so when you were right on out. top of it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe not right on top of it. Maybe a month, month and a half before well, I actually What the fuck, Justin? Me. It was more of a summery album. It's their sure, mu- Yeah, them. their music is very... It's, it's a melodic death metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it has those moments where it's sort of that marching, droning um, sound. Yeah. You know? Are there any songs that are stick-out songs for you? Anything? Or is it, a, again, like one of the complete... Honestly, that was finish? like one of those albums, yeah, that I would put on and just... Valkyrie, listen to I think. Valkyrie is, Valkyrie is a great is song. Valkyrie is a great song. For um, I do enjoy... Shield, Shield Wall, too. Shield Wall is I'm really so good. Shield Wall, yeah, okay. we're talking about. Uh, the new one, Mono Mono Berserker. Okay, I've been listening. Shield Wall is good. Yeah, that it's so catchy, almost like a pop song. The hook is almost yep. like a pop song. 
with mm-hmm. it just gets stuck in your head. Can I do my, my James O thing where yes. I, I bring up a random story because Always. this band reminds me of something? Do it. Um, summer 2003, I was staying for the weekend over at Topher's house. Oh, Topher. Rest in peace, my man. Love you, um, and uh, he was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta work out. Because, like, you know, that was his thing. He was you know, bodybuilding back then. I was like, Bodybuilding right. vegan. I was like, because we were going to a show the night before. Tarzan and I'm like, like a motherfucker. I'm like, all right, you work out. I'm going to take a nap. And <laughs> so he was, like, doing his free weights or whatever the fuck. And I'm just laying mm-hmm. on his couch. Actually, no, I'm laying in a hammock in his backyard. And he has a, a CD a player boombox type thing. He's blasting that Amon and Marth album from 2002. Had, like, Return of Vikings on yeah, it and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And that's where I first heard that band, and I was like, "This shit's cool." Yeah, like, I mean, like, I mean, there are times with other albums. Like, I feel like some of their albums are every other album you should be listening to, sort of, because sometimes it falls into the same drone. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm saying drone, but I mean same style. You're, you know, what you're getting when with you the tune low and chug a lot, it can get very like you know. But it's more the journey <laughs> with their albums than anything because they're they're pretty much telling a story through them now have they progressed in the way of like opeth have they gotten no no they they have their style every time yeah but it's still it's It's, like i will say i i have heard this name i have never sat down and listened to them on my own in Um, any way i don't know if you would particularly like a modern one okay you may but I think you would just be like, okay, if, uh, so it, when's this album over? All right, like, so it's good. If but- there was a sticker, like they used to do, I don't know if they still do it, but back in the day, I remember like Victory Records would have a sticker going, like for fans of Thrice and Taking Back Sunday. Oh, yeah. Who would this be for fans of? Raping what? and Pillaging? Raping and Pillaging. Just Viking stuff. People that are into black metal but want something that's a little less black metal. You know what I mean? Like they're Gray melodic. Me- no, they're bl- melodic black metal. Melodic. Or black bl- metal. I'm sorry, death metal. They're melodic, melodic death, death metal. metal. Okay. Not if you like metal. Inflames. Yes, yeah, so if you're an Inflames fan, you would probably like them. The, the guitar acrobatics aren't as pretty, but. Uh, I'll say Inflames has some insanely wonderful leads. Like, they, they I might do. say. That if, song if, Swim. If you like Inflames uh-huh. and Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. So sort it of. sort of splits that difference. Uh, That's and an Keith, you are right. Keith said Amon Amon's drummer is wild. He's, he is a wild drummer, yeah. Well, fucking brother over here knowing shit. Oh, yeah. What do you say? like killing Christians, listen to Modern Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, Lord. Keith wants to kill our family. Mm. All right. So uh, for my number two, and again, my, my three and two are kind of like a Drop 2A that and 2B. Um, my my <sighs> deuce is that dirty guy James I was talking about before Post Malone's album Hollywood's Bleeding I was going to oh, I was going to put that Hollywood's on Bleeding list. it is, is a great album okay to to put it into perspective for me specifically for about the last 3 4 years I've had this situation come up multiple times where I'm listening to a song with Zach generally Zach maybe Zach and Justin but generally Zach and I'll go Oh, this is kind of cool. Who is this? And be like, God, this is fucking Post Malone. We've listened to him for the last like two years, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, I kind of like it. It's not that bad. And it just kept going and going and going. And then this album came out, and I feel like this album. It's while way it more is, indie. It is such an indie rock album. It is. The tones of it are, and maybe it's because I just inherited a fucking record collection of all late '70s into early '80s, like 
new wave, like weird electronic shit. So I've been listening to a lot more things that I would not be listening to if I hadn't just had this drop in sure. my lap. Um, but it, it it's one of those things where it hit me at the right time. I have very, very little interest in most things current rap that one of the two of you don't show to me and go, this is fucking like boss ass shit. Yeah. You need to just fucking listen to this. Um, I was told this album was coming out. I heard that he had a song with Ozzy. Well, Zach had showed me this. He's like, did and, you hear the song? And I'm like, and no. I think I think it was kind of the same thing. Zach showed me, and I just went, oh. And immediately, and I hate to give Ozzy more praise right up front than, than Post Malone, but immediately I went, oh, so Ozzy's brain only works when he's singing. Yeah. Like, it only much. works Literally, when he's singing. I mean, he will, like, hobble onto the stage, and, and, and like, someone will have to, like, hand him a microphone and place it in his hands and point his and head then he's like, towards I the teleprompter on the floor. Yeah. But when the, the fucking song starts, he wakes up and he's a he's, different person. He's yeah. in there. Like, and yeah, maybe it's... that's kind of one of those things where they say, like, if, Do you think if, they keep him in a chamber just yeah. playing music the whole time Maybe, while he's but, sleeping? But one of those things like, does something weird like you, that. you gotta practice uh, if you're going to play a show. If you're in a band and you're gonna play a show and you're gonna be drunk at the show, practice drunk. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna be stoned at the show, practice stoned. If you're going to be sober, practice sober. Don't do one and then all of a sudden get to the show and get shit-faced before the show and fuck it up. Mm -hmm. I feel like Ozzy has nev was, was never sober, and yeah, now well, music he's, is he's the only place. It, it, like, it flipped almost, years. where maybe he's not doing drugs now. I don't know if he's doing drugs now. I don't think he is at the age he's at. Like, I and, hope and, not, man. Like, That'd be sad. But I, mean, I think he, the only thing that drugs he's taking is whatever is prescribed. Well, yeah, prescribed things to keep him on on the not the straight and narrow because it's Ozzy. But um, alive, just alive. But keep yeah. that. He just turned seventy, like last week or in the last couple of days. Which is crazy because um, his television show, he looked like he was seventy, mm -hmm. and the way he was moving around, like. It... Oh, <laughs> Talk about that song. Like I've heard that song a lot on the the radio at work, and um, see, it starts off with Ozzy. Yes. Yeah, it's Ozzy, and he and he's singing a very modern hook. See, a I really very like, similar hook, like yes. I was saying the Jimmy World thing, and I'm like. Does Ozzy have a fucking pop song? And then I hear mm -hmm. uh, what I, I figured out a few minutes later was Post Malone because I don't know, I yep. followed the Did you hear the yeah. Ozzy song, though? The new Ozzy song? No, Ozzy has a, an album out right yes. now. Yeah. It came yeah. out. Is it like it, that, too? It feels like he was... Until the music like, comes in. It feels like Post Malone had his hand in I in would say producing. that whoever was producing the Post Malone album was also producing the Ozzy. It feels like there's a connection there on some level. The thing that made my, my brain go, okay, Modern Hook, is this thing that everyone's doing right now where it's like, word, 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 like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, like that... Yeah. That's a very. I felt you. The take what you want from me. Take yeah. what you want from me. That that want sounds. Yeah. That's 2019 as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, See, I, mean, I think it's. I'm sure Post Malone wrote the lit. Oh, now, for sure. But I will I say this. Saying. I will say this with that song is that the first time that um somebody played it at, at the bar when I was working at the Cinder, it came on. And I don't know if it was, I was you. It was me. I played you it. played it, and somebody at the bar legitimately thought it was an old, old yeah. Ozzy song until everything else came in. See, I didn't think that at all. And, I, it but his weird vocal performance was like, all of a sudden, not it, peak it sounds Ozzy, like the way Ozzy always has. Yeah. But it sounded like 1993 <coughs> Ozzy. Yeah. Like, it sounded like like later, uh -huh. later, but still yeah. not uh, not that Ozzy. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's like my Matt, favorite it's on like the album though. Era, I'll say that song is great. That song is a great song, Good, but it's goodbyes not. Goodbyes is, is my favorite. It's not the best album. song. Goodbyes is a fucking amazing song. Um, but <coughs> if here, let me just pull up the track listing because um, it's the last track on the album. I I love songs that. Uh, that's the last wow. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of another song. Uh, oh yeah, 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 no, no, no! It's the Sunflower. It's the song from Spider-Man into the oh, into yeah, the yeah. into the Spider Verse. That is uh, a great song. That song's fucking amazing. Like yeah. the whole album is honestly fucking great. Die for me is really good. And the crazy which has thing future is, and Halsey and Halsey's like my new like lady crush. Lady. Oh my if you're god! Not in the post Malone, give it a shot. It's it's. It is um, a great segue into something you probably wouldn't have liked. Yeah. Before. It's almost like uh, City in Color. Like you have yep. metalheads that are like, yep. "Oh, I fucking love City in Color," and it's like, "Wait, what?" And he broke that transition to singer songwriter from metal to yep. singer songwriter. You know, I'm not saying that you're going to be a metalhead and rocking the Post Malone. And Post Malone, but, I just got to give... But the indie vibe to it just sets yeah. the album apart. The tones, like, it definitely sounds like someone's playing a fucking D- DX7, right? DX7? Uh, it definitely sounds like a that, DX7. In that Aussie song, there. there's like a guitar lead that straight up sounds like a Zach thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the tone of it, like, it sounds fuzzy. Yeah, it sounds like Zach playing lead. I mean, that was, yeah. But I, 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 Zach is Zach Wild. No, Zach is me. Zach is you. No, no, no. Zach Wild just does the same three notes on a string over and over again. Hey, he poses for a good picture at Guitar Center. Forty-five minutes. I feel like that's the only way that I know him. When you go see him, forty-five minutes slow. Really, fucking douchebag. Oh my I hate him probably as much as I hate the finish on his guitar. Yeah, um, yeah. That fucking uh, that bullseye thing. Bullseye yeah. thing. All right, Zach. What is your number two? Infest the rat's nest uh-huh. by uh, King Gizzard and yeah. the Lizard Wizard. Album. That's not number one for you. I am yeah. shocked. All right. Oh wow. I'm happy it's not number one because now I don't know what number one for you is. So uh, for the people that don't know, uh, Zach King Gizzard. Zach is wild. Um, Zach is I wild, and he spelt it <laughs> properly. Um, no, it's a have it. She is a king. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying the wild uh, part. Zach yeah. has an H. Correct yourself. Keith. God damn Correct it. Yourself. How many times do we have to tell you? Keith Mucha. What kind of <laughs> name is that? Um, so for people that are not aware of them. Uh, just They're the greatest band of all time. Of all time. The show was really rad. It's a really great album. Did that start our Australian obsession? Do you think? No, or, or I was think that the chaps separate, and then the chaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been chats, chats, chats. Yeah. chats I've been to Australian chats. music for a long time. Yeah. This is just <coughs> another. But this is my favorite. One of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. This was their fifteenth album, and it's the second. Oh. Album of 2019. Of 2019. Fisher for Fishies came out early. And, and that one I loved. That one was so oh, I loved it, too. It was so the good. The cool Infest thing about... was just so Well, it's good. very Motorhead, thrashy, feel. That's mm-hmm. uh, cool. Fun, fast. Uh, almost, almost reminds me of, like, um, some old Metallica as well. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Like just has that. But the feel. album before that was a boogie woogie album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and they've yeah. had albums that sound like the Beatles. Yep. Ish like. And they've been what, like seven eight years they've been making music and they've released fifteen albums. Yeah. Yeah. Albums, yeah. yeah. It's absurd. They, They're it's, crazy. It's all psychedelic at at the heart of it. What are the mm-hmm. singles off of this album that are the go to that you would you would shout to people oh, like Planet B? Is this? Planet B. Yeah. All right. Go listen to that. Oh, song. Um, Planet B. It's just that's uh, what they opened with at the show. What was uh, um, what's the one where they're studying about it? Yeah, self yep. That shit is just for for no one was expecting this. The last album, like I said, was a boogie woogie album. Yep. Yeah, they've done harder stuff and softer stuff, but this is the heaviest they did, album uh, they ever poly, did. Poly, Polygonal uh, Wonderland. Yeah, Polygonal Wonderland. Yeah, 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 we listened to that the other day. Yeah, it was fucking great. We listened to the um, sketches of Brunswick East the other day. Their jazz album. Yeah. Yep. Um, they have done all kinds of shit, but this but one. If you've is never short, seen them, it's though, sweet to the and it's to the point. If you've never seen them, they they usually rock two drummers. When you see them live, the drummers are literally playing nonstop, even when nobody else is playing. There's they're just going, just going. They have the best harmonica time, player of any band ever. I will say it. he is the greatest harmonica player of ever. Better than fucking heard. Better than what's his Popper? name? Popper? Yeah, it makes Popper look John, like a like a John fat. I'm glad that you knew what I said. What's his name? Shape motherfucker. John Bonham. No, Be- he's a better John harmonica Bonham. player than John Bonham. Yeah. Okay. He's a better yeah. Probably. I'll take I it. never heard John Bonham play harmonica. <laughs> Me neither. I I'm, think uh, what's his face played harmonica. Uh, Plant played harmonica probably. in the band. Yeah. Probably, most likely. Now, uh, let, let, in the same question that I asked Justin before, if there was a sticker on this album that said for fans of, who would you think, what other things would you relate it to? Motorhead. Motorhead okay. Yeah. Um, for fans of Motorhead and Pink Floyd. Okay. Yeah. If those are your two favorite bands, <laughs> then this is your favorite album yeah. of all time. And they're one of those bands that when when I get into conversations, because working at the the Cinder, I mean, it, it we, we've made a lot of improvements, but at our heart, we are a dive bar. And our clientele are people that want to go to a dive bar. And I get into the argument slash conversation slash really an argument almost every day I work with some dude 60-plus about how music's done, music's dead, no new music's coming out, blah, blah, blah. And when I go, what do you like? And someone starts listing, listing anything like 70s rock, prog rock, anything along those lines, I have told them, I'm like, well, listen, like literally just search King Gizzard. Yeah. Like that's the easiest, or Wizard Lizard, whatever part you remember. Search it. I mean, it's a pretty memorable name. It's it, very it long. Is. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. It only is matched by Tony Danza and the Tap Dancing Extravaganza. Yeah. Like that's literally the only name that comes. Are close they still to a band? It. I don't know. No, I don't think so. But they... I remember finding that band on what was that site? HXCMP3 HardcoreMP3.com back Ooh. in like. 2003. Yep. Hardcore, bro. Us poor uh, HXC JPEG. Hardcore porn JPEGs. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hardcore, and, uh, hardcore, bro. Yeah, it was that goofy band name, and this was before they had, like, the, the MySpace page and stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and their MySpace page got them on. Remember when Tony Danza had, a more, like, a daytime call? Yes. yes. He, was, he got them. He got them. No, or he played, like, their song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, like, but, like, he, like, got a hold of them. I remember uh, there was a show where Slightly Askew, which is a local ska band from back in the day, um, and they were playing either in the same town or they were playing the same show or a festival. (laughs) 
as them. That's ridiculous. And they had, I remember Skip was telling me, he goes, we had like a, can we trade band names with you? Like, like your band name is a ska band name. Well, like, they, why? Yeah, exactly. Why, like, they had song titles like Everybody Wins with the Olsen Twins yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah, Slightly Askew, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that song was actually called Up Her Alley. Uh, oh, that was the thing. Okay, I just remember Everybody that wins. hook. Everybody wins. Everybody wins with the Olsen, Olsen. twins. The Olsen twins. Twins. And then it turns Q-T into more than a feeling. Jeez, yeah. It's just and it turns t- into the. Uh, they do a bunch of shit everything. The Best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup is yeah. in there. Like literally <laughs> everything was in that fucking song. I heard that on like the college radio station one day when I was driving yeah. and I had to pull over. I was like, this is killing me. It like, was so <laughs> good. It was so good. Little girl down the street. Whoa, kind of girl I'd like to meet. Oh, do 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 do. What's up, her alley? Oh, baby, I love the way. Comma, 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 Yeah, it was just like every It was when they closed every single week. It was amazing. It was amazing. All right, so I guess we're getting we're getting into our number ones right now. Our number ones, our urines, our urines. I don't know. I'm definitely not needing to finish that one right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. So let's jump. This is the worst coffee beer I've had. Really? I don't think it's the worst. You know what? I've had way worse than this. I've had worse coffee. It's not coffee enough for me. Oh, it's definitely coffee. It's not coffee enough for me. The name of Zach's no. new album. It's not it's coffee, not coffee enough, enough, for me. enough for me. Actually, it never be... got coffee enough for me. Hunter S. Coffee. Shouldn't that be my <laughs> album? Coffee. That's your, that's your new EP. Saying. Hunter S. It's coffee shop music mm-hmm. by Zach called Hunter S. Coffee. And all the lyrics are about being a Winter fucking cheers junkie Victor. fuck well, shooting right. guns in the yeah, desert. Back uh, to back. Hazy Seasonal favorite. Year. Winter cheer. Winter 6. cheers. 7%. Per- I'm going to die. Um, all right. Any write up here, James? Okay. Home? A toast to unfiltered holidays. Oh boy. Um, heaps hey, of citra hops and special ingredients come together with German yeast to create luscious notes of citrusy fruit oh. and holiday spice in this delicious toast to unfiltered holidays. There is a good amount of sediment at the bottom. We should have rolled these oh. before we open them. I'm, Damn. I've I'm got not... a little bit well, on you know mine. What, you know what you do? Not crazy. You just chug it straight back. Oh, no, no, no. I just, I just go like this. Just chug it, Kyle. I feel like this is being affected by the coffee taste in my mouth. Ooh. That is the lightest that we've had. Yeah, that's... That is sweet. This is the easiest beer to yeah, drink that we've that, had yeah. I think it was a good idea going with one of these last after that chocolatey yeah. coffee goodness. Album? Yes. All right. So my number one album of the year uh, was from a Philadelphia punk band called Mannequin Pussy. Ooh. Mikey Pussy. Mikey Martino was actually just talking about them. them. How how he was like uh, really Mannequin Pussy's into... great. They're uh at least fronted by a lady and um pretty sure she writes all the songs and the lyrics and it is lyrically one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Uh I mean confrontational, fearless, in your face lyrics about all kinds of things from a, a woman's perspective, especially things like domestic and sexual abuse. Damn. Uh, also, uh, the ladies' side of getting drunk and texting your ex and hating yourself for it. Um, I'll say, you definitely get a lot of dudes, dudes that, writing yeah, songs exactly. like yeah. that. You don't get the other side this, of it. But the other side, I mean, it's not really much difference. It's like, uh, I hate myself because I love you and I'm drunk. And we broke up anyway, but I'm going to text yeah. you because I'm lonely. I hate myself for this. Like, yeah. that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, Rich also agrees. He says it's 100%. I mean, 100% agree. 
Hundred percent agree. Yeah, the the, 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 the uh, it's called amazing. Patience, by the way. The album's called yeah. Patience, and it's uh, there are songs that fucking roar. I mean, really, just like in your fucking face, screaming like punk, like driving songs. Yeah, and then there's some that are really like tender and dark, and the lyrics are like they 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 haunt you. Like that's how clever they are. They're poetic. They they rhyme in clever ways, and they they get their fucking claws into you, and, and they stay. Um, they have song titles like Drunk 1 and uh, Drunk 2 um, song uh, Cream is really great and the, the song uh, is called Cream or Cream is really great no the song called Cream okay um, I was like Cream is really great would be a fun name for a song if it's the one that really uh, like kind of blew my mind stuck with me a song called uh, Fear and Desire um, is what is it okay sorry <laughs> it's about um that's the one that's about like abuse and it's really um like i don't know like it'll, it'll stop you in your tracks whenever or wherever you hear it and uh, you'll be like <laughs> you okay there kyle yeah I'm just burning my fucking body just dropping apart. a c- live cigarette on your lap like yep, an idiot yep, yep, it's just on um, fire we're good i would say it's it's my favorite new album of the year and one of the best punk albums i've heard in forever and uh it just like it, it, it really I don't know what's the word I'm looking for like it stopped me in my tracks and made me listen in a way I don't normally listen to music okay and I'm like fuck this girl's got something to say yeah. yeah and and the way she says it is really clever really smart also again with this kind of like self-loathing thing but with like a wink to it you know yeah. like it's clever enough to where it's not just like this boring like oh everyone hates themselves shut up it's yeah. more like yeah. oh you express it in this really clever way that I can relate to and, um, you know, the, the the other day I was trying to describe a, a, something to Zach when we were working on some uh, bass tracks for my upcoming album, and, and I was talking about there was a guy uh, named Painter Dave that used to work at uh, Pokemon back in the day when I worked there. Mm-hmm. And he was an artist. He was the guy who just painted all of the rooms. Like, he was the guy that did all the touch-ups and everything. But he was a poet. He was an artist. Like, he, he did music and stuff. And I was writing a lot, like, trying to write screenplays, poetry, everything. I'm 18 at this point. And I remember whenever I was working, he would come up and he would literally just kind of rudely take the thing out of my fucking hand and just be like, what are you working on today? And just, like, read through it. And he would give me pointers. And I can never remember the exact phrase that he said, but the idea of what he said that kind of stuck with me for forever, uh, he read one thing that I wrote, and it was just, like depressing and self-deprecating and just dark and just like a like a, a bad space bad mental place song yeah. or, or, or or poem and he went if you write in black on a black piece of paper in a black room with blacked out windows nobody gives a shit nobody's going to see it you can't just all be black man yeah. and just walked away and i was just like oh there's got to be something else to it there's got to be more flavor you can be self-deprecating and you can be like mad at yourself and upset with yourself, but either the humor or the silver lining has to be there. Look at like the Mountain Goats, right? Love it. Songs about all kinds of the they darkest things. They had an things. album out this year too. And that was last year. Was it last year? Trust me, I checked. That might be why I didn't put it in there. Uh, a lot of their songs are about literally the worst things a human being can go through. Yeah. Everything from child abuse to divorce, divorce. no children is yeah, one um, of the greatest songs. I mean, hating the person you're in love with, yep. all that stuff. Like, but if they're jaunty enough, 
Yeah. Boy, did that stick with you. Yep. Or like the song This Year, their biggest song, right? Yeah. It's a song about like trying to escape your shitty home life, getting drunk, hanging out with a girl, stealing a kiss. Yeah. And then coming home to the consequences. And it's like a kind of a dark song, but it's so jaunty and upbeat and catchy. It's like, you don't. Know, it's did, easy to lose that. But it, it, but it's to go off on that really quickly, did you see the Stephen Colbert? Yeah. Where he had, and he came on stage and yeah, like that sang was along awesome. with him. It was the most excited I've I ever seen. I would pay a million anybody. American dollars to be the one that jumps on the stage I with the mountain. No, that'd be so great. With what we got with Keith? He says, you got to roll out of here. See y'all next week. Ah, see you next week in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. See you in person next yeah, week. Dude. I hope to see you, Keith. He'll, oh, he'll be here for two weeks. He's staying at my house for five days. He'll oh, definitely okay. See yeah, him. I'll, I'll be over You'll here. definitely see him. All right. So, uh, Justin, what would be your number one album? Well, uh, it's also an Australian band. Oh. And it was going, to, it's very close to lumping in Fishing for Fishies and Infested Rat's, Rat's Nest, but. I listened to this album for a long time, and when I first heard the single, I just had to go back to the discography of the band, and uh, I don't know, it's just a very indie, mellow, sort of weird-vibed album, but Dope Lemon. Oh, the name yeah. of the album is Smooth Big Cat. I yep. read that name a lot this year. Um, hey You was the first song that I had heard never saw anything by them and it's just such a weird video of like a high school dance where everybody's dressed up in like fucking cat outfits or some shit okay. uh, and then salt and pepper had come out <coughs> and uh, dope and smoke give me honey and it was just like every time I turned on YouTube it was like another song and I was just getting further and further and further into this band and I don't actually, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know much, like I haven't really researched a lot on it, but I'm assuming it's a full band, but I think the dude, uh, the main singer has written a lot of the stuff. And okay. They, you know, as time has gone on, I, I, it's like different people within the bands, but going back and looking at the discography or just singles and tracks, like there's a lot of shit. Now, are they in the same vein as King Gizzard in any way Um, on any of the King Gizzard? It's psychedelic. It's very psychedelic. Yeah, I mean, I want to say it's more along the lines of like, uh, what is that? The the, um, porn crumpets or whatever. Psychedelic porn porn crumpets. Yeah, okay. Like sort of in that vein, sort of like a mix between (laughs) like, sort of mix Um, between that, King Gizzard and... um, And Tame Impala, sort of. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not really heavy. It's very more more so mellow, dancey. Yeah. I had something to say. You were talking about like how you got into them, right? Like, yes. Or uh, yeah. like the, the rabbit hole. It was, it was like a YouTube thing you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember uh, when things were a little bit different back in the day, like 2001, 2-ish, 3-ish. Um, when you accidentally downloaded something on Kazaa or Morpheus? No, no, no. Or like you would... You would um, Bear share. No one used. I use bear share. You're the share. only one that. No. I didn't use bear share. I, I use bear share. Bear share sounds like a different. I use I've never used bear share. I was just guy. trying to send pictures of my and then later chest soul and my anyway, big belly to other bears. The thing was like you would get one song. <laughs> you would try like one or two songs because you heard a band was good or whatever, yeah. right? And you listen to them, and be like, oh fuck. And if you, especially if you still had a, a dial up. Yeah, you you get you would, one song you, you to would try. Cue a, a download. Yep. Yeah. For like the next thing, and you would hope it's good. And if for the was, next like, week, for it to get downloaded. No, like like you, like for you know a few hours, and then like 
you come back to it and oh man and like your your um plunge into a band was a lot slower and mm-hmm. a little more incremental and i think that made things mean a little bit more because to this oh, day definitely. my favorite shit ever is the stuff <coughs> like, for the that most you part, had a found dig for then. like um like i love cave in maybe my favorite band of all time especially with how varied their career got yeah, uh, I downloaded two Cave-In songs because they had a little blurb in like a guitar magazine. Or okay, right. This is like right when Antenna came out, two thousand three, and uh, so I listened to a couple of Cave-In songs, and then I downloaded a couple more. I'm like, this band's had some career, huh? Because I went to their website. I only had their old metalcore stuff on my computer. And then I went to their website, and this is when Antenna came out. So they had like the song Anchor, like the video on yep. their website. And I'm like, sounds like the Foo Fighters. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm hearing when I download it sounds like Converge. What is happening here? Like, is this, this? Am I sure this is the same band? Well, when we did the episode uh, of the first run of our podcast, when we did the episode at Richard's house, when we were at one twelve, and we did the comparison of or the the, the I picked Piebald and he picked Caven, it was picked Fitting. a because they 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 did come from the same scene. They split their first releases together, and I listened to Caven, not knowing them at all from the beginning. And Antenna is where I dropped off. That was where I went, oh, this isn't the same band anymore. And everybody else that, like, loves bands like, no, you're a moron. That's where they just, like, upped their fucking, up the stakes and their they just got game, better. Yeah, like, but they just got, like, different and they, they just kept improving. What's, what's funny is after that. And then that, they have an album that they go right back to the old sound right uh, after Rich that just said that, uh, all over the place. He'd just wait for your uh, mix CDs. Yeah, like, I used to make, uh, let's see, here's the thing. Whenever, uh... Rich and I and Chris would go to a show together, especially in Wilkesbury. I would make a mix CD for that day. I would date it uh-huh. and give it a really inappropriate name. And um, as you can imagine, teenage me would. And uh, it would be like our soundtrack to the to and back from the show. That's usually the duration of the CD, how long it would take yeah. to play it all out. And um, yeah, I would always put like stuff no one like because I nerded out. Surprise, surprise. I oh, nerded out over literally everything. Back bit. then I was like, uh, okay, not just like this band from this label we like. I'm going to investigate everything. Yeah. And if I find even one good song by a band, that, even if I don't like them, if the song's good, yeah. I'll throw it on this mix CD and we'd listen to it on the way to and from a show. And uh, you know, when we go see like Dead to Fall or whatever, like I was showing them like the newest Unearth and, and stuff like that or Cave In or Strife or bands like that. And, uh, Strife, holy shit! Yeah, yeah we, we I would try to like vi- really mix it up all yeah. over the fucking place. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. In was one of those things we all just kind of bonded over. Like, wow, this is really fucking good. Fuck yeah! So we got Justin's number one, right? Yeah, Dope you're, Lemon. You're, yeah, Dope Lemon. There Dope we go. Lemon. Would you say uh, there's any standout individual songs on there, or is it another straight? Uh, like I said, Hey You, Salt and, right, salt hey and Pepper. You. Yeah, yeah, Salt and um, Pepper, there, you did say that, yeah, yeah. And Smoking, oh, I forget the name of it. Smoking Blow, I think, maybe. Okay. I don't remember. Smoking Blow. Yeah. All right, um, for, for, my, for my number one album of the year, I... Uh, had a, pretty much no problem picking it. It is the only new release that I bought on vinyl, I think, this year. Um, and I listened to it about like five times once I once I brought it home. It was fucking amazing. Uh, it is Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. Okay. Um, Sturgill Simpson is Kyle a, with the two country picks. Yeah. Dude, he is... Country fried Kyle. He is country. country he Kyle. is a country guy. Yeah. I'm not gonna give any fucking. There's no no qualms about saying that. 
But this album is anything but just a country album. This, A, he recorded the whole entire thing about like three years ago, was pretty much done with it, had been mixing it, mastering it, and going over it, and he said it was driving himself insane how much he was working on this album. And then he said he wanted to do a music video, and he wanted to get some like anime style. I remember this. I still have to watch this. And then... It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. He... Wound up getting in contact with a, with a buddy of his and was like, listen, like, you know, he's in Japan. He's like, you know, listen, like, I would like to do a style uh, or an anime uh, music video for this one song. And I think that I want to do it in the style of these artists. And he lists a bunch of, you know, like prominent uh, people mm-hmm. from the anime uh, world. And his buddy went, do you want to do it in their style or do you just want them to do it? And it was like, what? And he goes... <laughs> Well, I mean, like, they still all work. We could just have them do it. And after his buddy listened to the album, they fleshed out the idea. He went, what if we just did the whole album as a movie? Didn't Lincoln Park do something? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. So, basically, he held his album on the shelf for another year. He let it sit on the shelf for another year after he was done painstakingly going over it and perfecting it because it's a fast departure from what his from his previous uh, music right but he uh, he he got a whole movie it's 47 minutes or whatever it is but he got a whole anime movie made it's crazy and released on Netflix to go along with the release of his album so I thought marketing wise you're a genius right there um, I definitely found out about him uh, years ago. Uh, Turtles on the way down, I think, is the uh, Turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down. There you go. Um, was like kind of like the big single of his back you know uh, a couple means, years right? ago. Turtles all the way. I don't know. Um, it's like the the theory that the world is carried on the back. Oh, of a turtle. okay. It is. Yeah. It is going off that old yeah, ancient but, theory. But that old I that, love that turtle that we're floating that's carrying through space the world on a is on yeah. top of another turtle. Yeah. And that turtle's on top of a bigger turtle. And all the way turtles down. all the way down. Because that was, I heard that, and I was like, this is a good song. And then I watched the music video, and I listened to the lyrics a little bit more. Didn't didn't understand that that's what it was about. But I went, this guy is, like, way trippier in mm-hmm. mindset than any other person in country music right now. Mm-hmm. He isn't pigeonholing himself into being a country artist at all. And right off the bat, the opening track is... All instrumental. Um, it is. I think yeah, the I remember the day that Ronin. you got it. You're like, you need to listen to this, and you made. It is. You were playing on your phone because I couldn't connect it to yes, my car. Yes, yes. And we're at the gas station, just like sitting there before I walked in to get gas, and it's just like blasting on your phone, dude. It, it it's is so good. It is. It is noisy. It is. Heavy. And I just like that. It, it ends. Is country metal. Like it just ends. Every song just has an abrupt end to it. Mm-hmm. Like it is very. It, it is. As in your face and loud as something that could be categorized as country that I've ever heard in my entire life. So, if I'm going to recommend this to anybody, I'm going to recommend it to everybody. But if you yeah. like, if you like heavier rock, whatever your genre, your subgenre that you that you like to go towards is, if you like heavy rock and if you like singer songwriter stuff, mm-hmm. this is like. I hope he just keeps building off of this with his career. Um, I heard about this album specifically when he was on the Rogan podcast and he was uh, promoting it. Mm-hmm. 
The guys I do that, have to watch the Netflix thing. I really do. It's amazing. The Netflix. The, the only reason and it, you're listening I totally to the forgot album at about the same it. Time. Kyle, Except are you a weeaboo day. now? What's oh, a weeaboo? <laughs> An anime, like somebody that's <laughs> totally absorbed with anime. Oh no, I don't like anime really much at all. I just like the album, and so I watched. You just like country, movie. country Kyle. I'm country, country Kyle. Fried Kyle. Country Kyle. Yeah, I'm, I'm Kentucky Fried Kyle. I love it. I love Pencil it. Pencil Techie But I Kyle. definitely, I recommend it to anybody that just wants to hear something that's heavy, loud, fuzzy, kind of in your face. Mm-hmm. But then lyrically and, 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 and melodically, it's kind of subdued. It's like it, he, he took a back seat to the band in this. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a band effort because it is. Sure. He has a full band. Yep. It's just... Maybe, unfortunately, if you want to call it that, it's unfortunately under a solo artist name. <laughs> if this was just listed, if they had their own, if they were just called the fucking, if they were just called Sturgill, right. and you didn't know it was Sturgill Simpson, and they were just Sturgill, and there was a new band, a new album coming out, this this album would be just as popular as it is being a Sturgill Simpson album. Yeah. And then the other thing I love about it is it is alienating people and I feel like that's almost on purpose on his side. It is alienating people that probably like him wait, for being yeah. on the country pop charts. Okay. Right, right. What, wait, was he on the, the yeah, charts? Yeah, yeah. Like, was he that yeah, big of a deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the song we were talking about when he stepped out is, is called uh, Turtles All the Way Down. Um, that was like a big song. Like it, mm-hmm. it came out and it hit. He's had a lot of good singer-songwriter efforts in the past. But this is a band effort. This is, we went into the studio with an idea. He is completely the creative control of it all. But they went into the studio with an idea. And the whole band put their effort forward. And you can, and and that was the wonderful thing. When he did Rogan, he brought the whole band on with him. Because it isn't just him anymore. It isn't just him anymore just just playing (laughs) songs and, and, and singing what he wants. It's him in control but then utilizing and tapping certain people to to come step forward and take the spotlight because there's some solos on this album Mm -hmm. that, like, again, the opening track is just straight shredding. Mm -hmm. There's no vocals. It's just all instrumental. And it was was honestly like an uplifting thing to hear it because I was like, oh, you could have just tried to be Garth Brooks. You could have gone the complete other way yeah. and just cleaned up and become Blake Shelton about it all. You didn't do that. You went completely in the way that you wanted to go. Right. And now you've got the right people around you, the right band around you, and and, and the right amount of support from your core fan base that you can take a chance and experiment. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, I don't know financially or critically how it did, but I hope it did well enough that he is on that path because the future of he's basically the future of rebel country Mm -hmm. because he's rebelling against country while being a country artist. True. Everybody else. Country has become so shit. Like it's, it's all dance pop. pop, It's pro country. Like they like do the worst rapping ever with the worst lyrics imaginable. Wheeler Walker Jr. Did an interview and he mocked openly mocked everything in country saying, 20 years ago, everybody fucking hated hip-hop and everything like that, and now everybody's just writing hip-hop, and it's country. 
country yeah. is is desperately clawing at yeah. like hip hop. Well, more, yeah. most country is more hip hop than hip hop is. Yep. Yeah, it's true. And the thing is, like lyrically, it's really not much different. It's, nope. a, it's just very it's the same shit. It's just same it's just very lazy same. kind of like. It's all blues thing. based. It's all blues based. I mean, even with country and not even, like, and not even and being blues based. Man. It's more just like. Like here's some things that identify well, yeah, my yeah, culture. Yes, yeah, yeah. So boring. Yeah, every song is just a, modern hip hop. It's a four wheel driving mud on my boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, get the fuck out! Yeah. It's so fucking dumb. Which I'm loving. I'm loving the crossover musically between hip hop and country with no. the no, 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 no. Way to do two step. Yeah, the two step, like all that stuff. I boogie. fucking love it. Dude, because I like that. I it like makes that. sense that that would happen, but I like the things that are coming from the hip hop taking the country more than I like the country trying to take the hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm enjoying that more you on can't that side. About hip hop. Well, hip hop. Yeah, I mean, you should cop-hop. forget about hip hop and cock hop. All right. Cop hop. Cock. Cop. Cop. Cop hop. Remember right. we talked about this yeah, earlier? I know, I know, I know. Pro police yeah, hip hop. Pro police hip hop. Yeah. Protect right. your powers, that be. <laughs> Fuck that. Don't fight. <laughs> All right, Zach. Submit what, to the police. What is your album of the year I'm choice? glad I'm going last because this is the greatest album of the year. Wow. <laughs> it came out January 25th. And the day it came out, I said to you and Justin, I said, this is the greatest album that's come out this year. I'm saying it now until in January. You said it 25 days in, and you're saying and it. And I'm saying it again. 320, whatever. By Bring Me the Horizon. All right. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. It is so fucking good. I mean. They have totally switched from what they were. Yeah. And I love bands that can change. Mm-hmm. But bands that change. But bands that are good. So you could have a band change their style and be like, oh, well, that band was good at what they used to I mean, do, they're, but they're not good at this new thing. It's the type of band that is creatively still creating because yeah. they weren't Dude, going Bring with Me the Horizon is, is so full of creativity, even though they have stepped away from what originally blew them up the whole What movie. was the scene that they came out of? Metalcore? Metalcore, yeah, for sure. They were, they were a very, like... Like yeah. forgettable, hateable metal. Because I remember just hearing that name all the well, time see, and mocking it. They came up in like that wave of like really hateable bands. It was like them and like Black Veil Brides and like oh shit, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I hated that shit. Yeah, yeah. but like Zach played me some stuff. I'm like, it's not something I would like well, put also, on purpose. They are but from like, the UK. But like Zach loves it and he has this energy for it. And he showed it to me. I'm like, okay, okay. On some level, the I new can album is well, is electric. It's dancey. Yeah, there it's is, very it much the sound scene like in Bring the Me the Horizon. It's not metal anymore. They yeah, even have all, a song like... called Heavy Metal, which features uh, Rockin' the Human... Not Rockin', uh, what the fuck's his name? The Human Beatboxer. The dude that beatboxes in the yeah, movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name. Oh, what the fuck is his name? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, Rozelle. Rozelle, yeah, the Human yeah. Beatbox. The, the guy who beatboxes for the roots. Yeah. He's on a song called Heavy Metal, and the lyrics at one point are... are um, because a kid on the gram in a black Dahlia T said this ain't heavy metal. The, That's al- awesome. the album basically references them coming and not not necessarily being a heavy metal yeah. band anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's a big transition for fans. You know, though. a kid on on Instagram in a black Dahlia murder T-shirt 
Since this ain't heavy metal. But I mean, yeah. you have to you have but to figure is, you have so. to figure those people are going through the phases of like, think about when Metallica put out the Black Album. This isn't fucking heavy metal. This is this isn't the Metallica it's I know. Heavy rock. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, it is. But yeah. dude, this album, while it's not, but it has heavy overtones. It has heavy it overtones. So even the song with Grimes is so fucking Nihilus Blues. It is so heavy yep. without being heavy metal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is, it is such a fucking... and uh, It means love. Uh, amo. Okay. Whatever language that is, but in a lot of it, like uh, Amor. I don't say amore it makes sense. Same root in, words. In Italian, the, the etymology, yeah. Amore, so you know what all mean? that. It's yeah. like to love. And so the amore. The, I mean, the you have to figure... It's about like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, different aspects of love, yeah. But and it could, yeah. you know, at a at a point in the album, it is, I love heavy metal, but sometimes I don't want to listen to yeah. some brutal shit right now. But yeah. I still want heaviness, mm-hmm. and they brought all the heaviness that they could in a in a more in a less heavy. I mean, I think a better description would be... I mean, it's heavy in the sense that it's very dark. There's a lot of dark undertones to the sound that's going on. And also, you have to give them a lot of credit for being a UK band, still breaking through the US market as big as they do, going from a metal band to something that's more appropriated towards UK culture. Like, there are are dance clubs that don't start until, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, so... Living in that life is way different than shit that goes on here. You know what I mean? Like, I hear you. I hear you. It was uh, f- from the day it came out, though. I, ca- I called it and I said it. This is my album of the year. I've listened to it over and over and over again. It is so fucking good. And it's alienating on some of the more metalcore dudes. But you know what? I love a band that can grow. That can grow. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite bands of all time were bands that, sure, like Thursday. Yeah. Like bands that's why I love came Deftones from so some, much. Deftones is another one. That's why I love they, them so much. They're, they're not afraid to. Their experiment. newer stuff doesn't sound anything like the old stuff, but you could hear it and be like, "That's still yeah. that band." You hear the new "Bring Me the Rise," you're like, "That's still Ollie. That's mm-hmm. still the boys. They're still doing what they did on the first album." It's a different genre. Different it's genre. a different style completely. Have you ever thought that but they need to change them. their name because they've changed so much, or do you just appreciate the no, career I, sticking? No, I like that. I like that fuck you thing. Yeah. That's like, well, that's what we do with our band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, our band yeah. is, is spans every genre imaginable. Yep. And we, you know, the a cool thing is like, hey, I make music. I yeah. don't. I don't. I am not a metal musician. I am yeah, not a funk musician. I am not a hip hop producer. Yeah, yeah. I am just a guy who makes music, mm-hmm. and that music could be Anything, any yeah. any genre imaginable. Yeah. And that's what Bring Me the Horizon did this year. It almost Obama. sort of reminds me of Funeral for a Friend. Like they eventually not not. It's a very bad comparison. I'm not comparing the two bands. But I'm saying going from a like, metal core I, to I a know, very like, rocky... 2003 Funeral for a Friend. <laughs> yeah. The only funeral for yeah. Well, I mean, or even like there's a lot of bands that started out as like black metal bands that yeah. ended yeah. up... Um, what's the band? I can't think of off the top of my head. But there's a lot of, a lot of like second wave black metal bands... 
that 10 years into their career with enough success they're like well like we really just want to make music for garden parties now <laughs> and they did that you know what I mean that and if you can do it well if you can change genres mm -hmm. and still, You'll still have be, this, yeah. be a good band be yourselves and be yourselves yeah, not chasing a genre, choosing a genre. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, really that, that the chasing a genre thing has killed so many bands. Yeah. Oh my or, god. Yeah. Dude. And the worst is when yeah. they're chasing their own genre twenty years later. Yeah. Like that is that is the worst of it for sure. Oh, <laughs> Zach's got to pop the seal again, and and I got I gotta be honest. Um, I'm getting close there as well, but yeah, I'm yeah, the person that's not close. allowed to pee during the show. Uh, so why not? Either, my well, because uh, I don't shut up. If I leave, I'm shutting up. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> also we're at like two hours I, and six can, minutes. Real quick, can I just throw out two honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Let's go. Uh, the there. new Silver Sun and the new Strung Out. All right. The Silver Sun. They played a lot of it live when I went back and listened uh, to it. That was a great show we all went to. I think all three uh, of us were there. I'm right? upset that I missed it. But oh, I tell you, Zach was there. Yeah. I, I had there, family yeah. shit to take care Boy, of. Boy, yeah. was, was really I fucked pissed. up that night. Yeah, um, no, it was a good show. Not as fucked up as Zach was. Yeah. Yo, oh, Zach was on a different level. I almost had to like make sure he had a babysitter when I left. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the other one? Strung out. I did not. Wait, the punk band strung out? Yeah. Oh, what shit. a new album. Yeah. I, could, I was gonna make a list of like hey I, I love that band people hate them but I was gonna make a list of like hey I bet you didn't realize that this band put out an album yeah. this year because I saw I'll a say, bunch Mountain Goats put out an album this year well, we they were also talking about no, Beirut put out yeah. an album yeah. um fucking um uh, Fat Mike as Koki the Clown put out an album this year. Damn, I did uh, not know that. Yep, yep. Um, well, are we talking about runner-ups? Because I got a bunch of Bad Religion put out an album this year. Tool put out an album this year. Tool put out an album this year. That was amazing. The Menzingers put an album this yeah. year. I was going to say, The Menzingers is the yeah. one that I'm surprised was yeah. not on your list. I have not had enough time The thing is, like, the first half of it. it's really great. The yeah. second half is very average. Very average. Cursive right. put out an album this Could year. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um, listening to a couple tracks on that with you. Um, Lag Wagon. <laughs> Lag Wagon. Yeah. I will go back and listen to that one at some it's point. It's not that good. It'll be about it. five it's years from great, now. Yeah. When, uh, when Beck it's cool. put out an album By the way, this year. Beck's album Beck, was phenomenal. Lizzo. Oh, my fucking God. Lag Wagon, owners of maybe the best album title ever. Which is... I think my older brother used to listen to Lagwagon. His name of one of their <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Which is now, I'll awesome. say... Church uh, of the Cosmic Skull. Yeah, Church that of the album, Cosmic it's Skull. It's only been out a couple weeks. Is so it an I album? Did. Yeah. yeah. Everybody I, does. Can I, why is it only, I can only hear one song from it? Uh, I don't know. I have uh, Apple Music in sure. it. Are those things there? Phone. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll things on That and Green Lung. Oh yeah, Green Lung was another band. Can I nominate Song of the Year even though it didn't come out this year? I don't think I think it came out last year. I don't care whatever. What are you going with? Fuck Wit City by the Cosmic Psycho. That came out like four years ago. So old. But I don't care. That's my Song of the Year. Fuck Wit City. That's my jam. That is my problem. I will say to kind of wrap this up. My problem that I have when I look at it, I don't think of what came out this year. I think of what I listened to this year. And Cosmic Psychos is something that I listen to a lot this Me year. Too, I got. Uh, I got. Uh, can we do this for next year? Yeah. For our, our next year wrap up, if it falls within. I hope so. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, it doesn't have to come out this year, but 
your album or song that you played the most yeah or that resonated with you because yeah i mean i don't know if a lot of people fuck when it came out it hit me now yeah Yeah. i mean i don't know if a lot of i mean probably through our friends people know who cosmic psychos are now but if you don't know who they are go back and listen to them it's just like the the chats you know what i mean go back and listen to that shit they're pub rock that's what they call it down in fucking australia it's just pub fucking it's a pub the new pornographers had they did have a new album this year as well yep all right. Well, before we get into the unending, the never-ending list of, of, of potential songs that came out, we're going to wrap up this episode here. At, at a nice, yeah. we're still not as long as one episode, two hours and like 10 minutes in. Um, I mean, we're two hours, you. 14 minutes. So. Well, I'm, I'm subtracting the five for the pre-roll. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. But two hours and 20 gum. minutes was the other episode. Yeah, uh, Big thank you for uh, James for coming on tonight. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 drinking yeah. drinking good beers. Big beers, yeah. I don't feel like puking tonight. Don't <laughs> feel like I might, puking. I might. I mean, <laughs> just for fun. Um, always a, a big thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpino. Hey, man, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anytime. And as always, we have here beside me, Mr. Zachary Storman. Stroman. And next week we will be back for our series, or series, not series. Series. We're ending. It's over. Uh, The season finale. Season finale. Uh, The dream is over. With the same person we opened the season with. The person that we opened the season with, Mark Miller, will be back. Mean, 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 old man Mark Miller. And we're redoing a song. And we are going to be redoing a song uh, from last year. Um, so uh, come back next week and, and check that out. Um, to everybody that is listening live, thank you so much for joining us live. For everybody that's listening in the future, thank you for <coughs> tuning in. Check out all the music that we talked about tonight. Help out music. Uh, again, a big shout out to Sean L. Sasser. Um, get better, go, dude. Yeah, man. Fucking, fucking heal up, and we'll get you on the show, yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll talk go about it. Go get your flash tattoos. Yeah. Buy, buy some, uh, some eggnog skateboards. I'm going to go get some uh, tattoo for sure. Actually, yeah, you, know what? you know what? You should see if Dom will do an eggnog tattoo for you. Oh, Even maybe he will. Maybe he will. It's the it's the milk carton with eggnog written yeah. on it. It'd be an easy tattoo for him to do. I yeah. think he could pull it off. Um, but yeah, go check all of that out. Again, thank you to the Stevo and the Crippling Addictions for their uh, single, Hell The yeah. City, this week. And as always, a big shout yeah. out to EJ5000, our super producer, and the guys over at Moot.TV. Check out Let Me Ask You a Question, dropped yeah. alongside our episodes every Monday for the Moot Monday drop. Are we getting them on for the next season? Um, we're going we, to. I, I, I have to figure that out. I have to figure out. Season yeah. four, if we don't have the Big guy who's our producer, we got a lot coming up. We got a yeah. lot coming up. Big changes. And we're, we're definitely going to try to get them on. I'm going to try to be on theirs. We got to be on uh, the, the girls' podcast as well. Yeah, the, we the, but what do we know? We got we got a lot of stuff that we got to yeah. get put in order. Uh, before Kyle Mocha won't shut up, season three, episode Can I throw twenty-two. One other thing out? Ooh, yes. Uh, you know, seriously looking at stuff for like Patreon, supporting the show, yeah. and doing things further. Um, we should put up a post or something on Facebook to see what people would actually want, like a fair thing, what they think, would they like behind the scenes footage, yeah. like something special on YouTube that you would only get access to. Okay, Patreon I, type thing. Ask like, the people what they want. <laughs> I yeah. think. Having a camera rolling from the doorway during the like the brainstorming sessions for the songs. Oh <laughs> lord. Especially like tonight. Yeah. 
Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I've got that from some people that they've told me, like, oh, you don't realize how much work we put into the song. Yeah, well, Richard said we just play the song, yeah. Like, to have some more behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm down with that. Like, that really showed that. We, yes, this song that we did, we only did today. Yep. We only did from 6 to 9 today, and that was the only time we worked on it. Well, we'll definitely get a bunch of shit coming out to you guys in the next season, but be sure to come back next Tuesday at 9 o'clock with mean, mean, mean Christmas extravaganza. Are we eggnogging it up? Oh, Oh, yeah. We are eggnogging. We still got the cups, right? Are you guys going to do like an eggnog drinking challenge? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. Last year, we just drank eggnog. I got the moose cups from Christmas Vacation. And yes, we had them all. Out of them. Um, and we all that might have been worse than the day after the fucking soda taste test. Probably. One uh, year, uh, so um, Opie and Anthony did an eggnog drinking challenge with oh, a bunch no. of like fat dudes trying to drink as yeah. much eggnog as they could. Oh, and the one guy vomited. And he then vomited. Drank in, it up, no, no, right? he vomited into another guy's yeah. mouth. They called it. Oh, right. Joe Rogan called it the baby bird. Yes, yeah, yes. Rogan was on that yeah. one. Yeah. That was hysterical. Oh yeah. lord. Well, we're not awful. gonna be doing anything like that. We're just gonna be sipping on eggnog and uh, talking about music and, and other things. Yeah, come by. Um, I mean, you never know. You might you might puke in somebody's mouth. You never know what would happen. Come by the liquor store and get some eggnog. Come yeah. by the liquor store, get some eggnog from James. Ooh. All right, guys. Thank you so much for everybody for tuning in and listening live. Thank you everybody in the future. We'll see you next week with a season finale of season three of Kyle Monkle yeah. Won't Shut Up. As it's been a long journey. It has been. As always, here is our closing long theme song to play long. us out. Fucking things broken. We'll see you guys Do next week. Do it live. Do it live. Fucking broken. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will